welcome everyone to our latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Godfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Sudowoodoo45. I am Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. All right, and let's uh, let's turn up this tone since we brought it down before the pod. Have you ever thought of changing all of your all my names to include the Funkadelic Jedi since you are the only one that I've ever seen. But then I have to change it. Yeah, but you're just adding the. So yeah. you like you're really letting people know like you the are one. the Funkadelic Jedi. If I get back into the Twitter, which I won't, um yeah, I'll do that, but no. I'm a, it's got to stay it's got to stay the same way all the way through. You know, I got to start paying people to change my name. No. You, you may have we're to. Starting, we're starting a get, GoFundMe. You, 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 <laughs> you might have to, though, like if you get a big enough, if you become big enough in Marvel Snap and you start to actually get like a decent sized following, you're going to have to let people know when they come up because they're going to be like, oh, shit, like this is the Funkadelic Jedi. You don't want they don't need to take the Funkadelic They're not going Jedi. to. You don't know that. It's a catchy username, man. It is. They will somehow disappear. Uh, we won't know how. They will just somehow just. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Things happen to people every day. Alex is right. This was a dark podcast. <laughs> this is a dark cast. You never today. know what might happen. Things happen every day. There's just a I dark don't... cloud hanging out, just like evil. There's on people... this side of the screen. There's just nothing but evil intent. You know, just like oh, radiating. Pe- people get heart attacks. You know, they like the they drive off a bridge the sometimes. Day. Sometimes the car just explodes. You know, things happen. You know. There's a video Allegedly. I saw the other day. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video I saw the other day of somebody doing it. It's like uh, you're the person, you're the you're the one person who noticed what John Wick is doing in a nightclub that you're hanging out in. Oh. And it's just somebody <laughs> just like spitting their drink out. And like, does anybody see this? There's 15 people dead. Like <laughs> that's true. In the first film, like he's taken a lot of people out as people are just like trying to finish their drinks and move around. Like nobody's actually running and yeah. they just act like, oh, the lights and, and the music is like hiding all the noise. I'm pretty sure somebody nearby you would, would hear a gunshot murking everyone. Right. I'm not the guy yeah. who goes up to the club, but I'm pretty sure you would hear a gunshot over this, the music. Club. The cl- in the club. I'm in the club. Why do you say it like that, Preston? I don't know. Sense. I think I may have heard like Medea say it once like that. And then I just kind of stuck with me. Medea. <laughs> like they're up in the curve. Not the answer. Not the answer I expected. Just That's the only person I can think of that would say it that but way. But the answer we deserve. Yes. Yeah. The answer we deserve. I have not watched a Medea movie. Deserve. That's what you're asking. Clearly. You've never seen a Medea movie? I've seen trailers. I've seen. I, I know what a, a Medea movie is. I know what a Medea is. Um, but uh, no, I've never watched a Medea movie. Is it Medea or Medea? It's Medea. Medea, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive. Okay. No, I don't know. I've never seen one either, to be fair. <laughs> so. A.K.A. Shout out to Tyler Perry. There's a lot of movies where she's also called Big Mama. So whatever. I've actually watched the movie really called Big movies. Mama. And that was a great movie. My mom. Wait, has, well, you're talking about Big Mama's house. That was that's not the same thing. I know, but right? people in those Medea movies, they're not the same thing. But people in those Medea movies also call her Big Mama sometimes. Yeah. I just think people call my mom Maybe was super into Medea movies. Oh, was she? Weird. I was nice super into Big Mama's house when it came out. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. funny. Funny good movie. Funny guy. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about our weeks. 
Preston's Comic Corner. So many people have already clicked. Oh, yeah, that's right. Preston's Comic Corner. You need, like, a graphic or a sound for that. Like, Preston Comic Corner. But you probably wouldn't hear it the way we have it set up right now, so it's not going to matter. You're still going to skip over it. Why would I? I might hear it. I'm sure we could figure that out. Well, we could figure it out. It'd be a different board. setup. Yeah. No, Preston or yeah, Alex, Preston's a soundboard. That's what the next thing is. When, when Alex listens to the podcast, he skips directly to his week, and then he skips directly to his opinion <laughs> on the topic. Yeah. And then he moves on. That's why I, he makes me put the timelines down in YouTube for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we have for Preston's comment? We don't have anything. No one made any comments. We're all good. Um, Why? You just made such a big deal. You have to bring it up, otherwise we forget. I didn't see any emails unless you saw something. I didn't see anything My on the socials. Goodness, you got so sassy about it just to be like, oh, no, we don't have anything. Yeah, that'll happen some weeks. I have a I have a comment to make for Preston. There you go. Corner. Preston, when you came over for a, a nice dinner that we had this past week. Yeah, I skipped Dark Force's stream for that. It was fun. Yeah, it was worth it. Yep, it was a nice time. Delicious yep. Indian food. We watched some speedruns and we watched some Indian food. Yeah, it was good stuff. Didn't you just kick off the Dark Forces speed like run? Yeah, this would have been the second week. You yeah. skipped it and you just kicked it off. Listen, Krisha's wife was gone out doing work stuff. He was all by himself at his apartment. Like, baby boy needed to nice some company. And I had I went there to hang out with him and have some dinner. He could have come dinner. over to hang out with you while you streamed and participated. That'd be just like that's the same Indian thing. Food. Yeah, then we have Indian food because Indian food's good. You can take Indian food's takeout. You can't eat that on stream. That's weird. I'm not gonna mukbang on stream. I don't do that. No, I'll drink coffee. I don't. I don't eat on stream, man. Preston, you could you could cover so many genres if you were eating on stream while playing. Like you could expand and then your audience. I get a bikini. One hand we we get a, we, yes. we get an inflatable pool back here. You, you want me to cover all the bases, man? I mean, we're oh, dude, we shotgun that shit, dude. I mean, we are, we're up. Shame. Look, let's. I, I'm fine with being shameless to uh, turn this into your full time job. I mean, just saying. Think about it. How and much? Then when somebody, when somebody, when somebody subscribes, Alex and I will take a sharpie and write their name on our chest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay extra for the booty cheek. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it will be extra because I won't be able to write that myself. Like, I don't know if I'm that flexible, so I'd have to have Allie do it, which means you're going to get the bonus of, like, a random hand coming off of screen yeah. and just write manicured hand, of course, because yeah. we got to cover those bases. Very too. Vanna White. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the, Very the clean hand. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, so what I was going to say for the comment <laughs> corner is that during that dinner, we had a nice dinner, but Preston, uh, I lied to you. Um, I wasn't able, I wasn't strong. Uh, you weren't? As soon as two, two days went by, and I did end up purchasing that Citizen Sleeper. Oh, collector's uh, <laughs> edition. Did you? Ooh, <laughs> that is a pricey collector's edition, good sir. But it's it's got a lot of cool shit in it though. Like for a collector's was, edition, yeah. it's worth it. I think. Yeah, but does I that one come so, with the records, or is it just I forget? I no, I did the middle one that did that didn't yeah. do a vinyl. I know they had tears. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. a little cheaper. Yeah. Mm. How much was it? We don't need to talk about that. But it was the, <laughs> I mean, the game, the game itself, was twenty bucks. Yep. Right. There's a lot. So, oh, excuse me. There's a lot of extra stuff in there. What did you get? What did you get in it? It's what. So, um, I can actually tell you. So they uh, sure can. It's on your seat. <laughs> okay. So they have got. It comes with uh, a. 
hardcover like book like case that everything falls into that okay. opens up you have a 250 page uh art book mm-hmm. that comes with it um and then a it's so i don't know what this part is but it's called a citizens it's a citizen sleeper but then magenta obi strip i don't know what that is but it's in there um i've never heard of that before and then they created a physical solo tabletop RPG mm-hmm. based on the world of like it's in it, the world of Citizen Sleeper, but you you can play it with both people or solo. Um, but it's called the Cycles of the Eye is the name of the game. So it comes with that with like a really nice gloss wrap cover around the book. It comes with a seventy eight card. Uh, like deck that comes with it five of the energy dice and then five of the cycle dice that are in magenta um and then the energy dice are in yellow obviously um there's a bookmark and then a bunch of patches that you can put on things oh so you paid 150 bucks for it <laughs> just gotta uh, call him out he's saying you want to say how much i, I mean if that's what it says it's going for, then I mean I'm not looking. I mean he did tell you. Actually, what he got see, it. I, I see. I was looking up what the Magenta Obi strip is, and uh, an image of the collector's edition yeah. came up, but I am not looking at a price. I'm just guessing based on what you just said and seeing what it all is. You paid 150 bucks for. Um, no, I didn't know if that was the price or not. I believe it's cheaper than that. Oh, but not far, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little cheaper than that one. Is that OBS strip? Is that a, is that a bookmark? Because I think I saw a bookmark in one of those. It An OBS really strip cool. is, it's kind of like... Um, there is a bookmark, but that is, it's separate from that. Is it? Okay. No, this, this OBS strip is kind of like, uh, it's weird because when I Googled it, it actually came up for records and stuff too. It's literally like the strip that goes around the record or the book. And I don't know if it keeps it closed or tight and secure or what, but it's almost like um, like a little strip, like a sleeve. You oh, so it keeps it from falling out of the... Okay. Uh, the I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think, well, yeah. Either way, I told Preston when he was talking about it because a, a mutual friend sent it to a group chat that we were in and we were looking at it and I was like, yeah, I thought about it, but I I don't know. It's a little it's a little too pricey. And then I got paid and I realized that this month was a three-paycheck month and I was like, well, I mean, I really like the game. A little so. something something for all my hard work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay. I did it. And it looks awesome. really cool. I bet. So I'm excited. You paid you paid a hundred and fifteen thousand rupees. So there's that. Someone can do that math. You're I guess. buying in India. I I I, sh- I guess I did. I don't know. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I've never All right. Paid a rupee before, so. <laughs> and I can assure no, I you, I didn't pay rupees on this. But if that's what it is in rupees, then yes, I did. That's what it is in rupees. Apparently, the side I clicked on is in rupees for some stupid reason. I don't know okay. why. Weird. Either way, that was my comment for Preston's comment corner. There you go. That I was that I was weak willed and I bought the thing. Oh, no, that's okay. Buy. You know, I'm interested. Actually, we should see if uh, Tabletop Simulator will have how like when they get that game because that would be a fun game to try out and play. Yeah. yeah, and if they don't, I can always add it in because I think you you the way you do it is just like sort of scan the thing and like add the rule sets in. So I might be able to do it okay. and put it up there cool. for people. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Interesting, 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 interesting. Yeah, for some reason the website I keep clicking on just keeps bringing up the same like random price. 
Is the no. shop overseas? That'd be why. It is in the UK. I know that much. Did you? Is the shop overseas? That would be why. Well, I mean, if it's a shop that like is like <laughs> does, based does in website, a different country, does the website say something other than call it say dot. I don't know. I'm not looking at the fucking website. UK. I'll kill you, Preston. I'll kill you. Anyway. Oh, All right. Whoa. Podcast. Okay. Yep. That's exciting. I'll be in, like I said. I'll be interested to learn more about that uh, that tabletop game. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Fun place. That, anything that I, I and I and it, I'll, I'll bring it up in my week. But more Citizen Sleeper was experienced, and that's what made me pull the trigger on it. So ah, I do. Did you as well play? Like was it one of the new DLC? It was the final DLC pack. Oh. That came. Do you, I mean? Do I just want to? I can just go into my week. I mean, if I mean, you're already yeah. talking about it, yeah. might as well. Yeah. So Towards one of the things that I played and finished it was the the final DLC pack for Citizen Sleeper. The DLC pack, each one has been like, they maybe go for like an hour and a half each. They're, I mean, they're free. And you right? said it was so, part of the main game, right? So like, I could have actually yep. probably stumbled upon the missions. I may have actually played the DLC without knowing it. You probably, if you met somebody named Peak. I think so, but I haven't gone the Briars. The Briars thing? The Briars stuff? No. The ship? Okay. Oh, I thought I met Peak. Um, Sounds familiar. But, uh, so you meet them and, um, you know, I won't spoil because it's, it's new, so I don't want to spoil anything, especially with you playing it, Preston. But either way, um, DLC happens and, uh, I, I saw both endings that you can get, um, and both of them are just, it's, it's just more, it's just so good. Like, it's just, it, it, it is the way that, you know, a lot of those stories wrap up right like where they sort of explain from the future but then there's also little nuggets in this last one of where the game is going to go next and the creator has already said um during the release of this last this last pack that this is not like they're not done with the universe of citizen sleeper on the game it has a qr code you can scan it's like hey this is where we're going after dlc yeah they even call back or they call back to they're like look like some of my favorite games are the ones with sprawling narratives, and he specifically calls out like Mass Effect um, and stuff like that. And they called out like, you know, uh, it was like Mass Effect and something else. I can't remember what else they said, but um, games that have like sprawling narratives over the course, course of the game. We know Mass Effect is the one that really like they you know they try to do it. The Trail series does it too, but they don't. I don't think that they brought that up either way um so they were talking about that and they're like that's what we want for citizen sleeper but the 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 version of the game that i shipped was to to make sure that people were bought into it like that people would be down with that and he's they said that it was bigger than they had ever thought one of their games was gonna go so he was like I'm done. Like I or not I'm done, but I'm like I'm going full steam ahead. Like I'm done like waiting for you know, <clears> just like so that's where they're gonna they're gonna go full steam ahead on that stuff, which makes me happy as somebody who not only really likes Citizen Sleeper, but also finds that universe just super, super compelling. Um I would like to see different genres of games in that universe. Right? Like I believe you know, try other stuff. I saw they were back the the writing team was working on another project. I don't know if it's completely different or Citizen Sleeper continuation, but even something as simple as like a uh, detective noir in that universe or 
something a little bit more actiony, like third person type, would be really fun. Just with the art style and the. I believe and the place that they that could be the goal, but more stuff will be coming to the Citizen Sleeper universe, which is always a good thing. So I'm very and a, a, a detective noir. In would the be killer. Of like it not a horror game. Killer. Yeah, I don't want a straight horror game, but like <laughs> no. in the style of like an well, like, Alan Wake. That's or like a, a lower uh, uh, detective or what's the, like L.A. Noir. Yeah, L.A. Noir type game. Yep. Like but that would be oh, that would so be dope. Detecting Do it in the style. Like that. Yeah. 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 It's just that would be very cool. Yeah, and a sleeper sure. beat cop that has to like keep up the maintenance <laughs> of their body and stuff. That would be yeah, mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I finished that. Uh, it was very, very good. It ended exactly like I was just once again stuck to the the screen. Like I was, the, the writing is is fantastic in that game, and I, I was I was really happy with it. Um, I also finished uh, Trails of Cold Steel one. Um, I know I said I had already given my thoughts on the game, um, and I was like, you know, I'm at the final boss, uh, so I'm good to go. Um, my thoughts remain unchanged. If anything, they're a little bit more positive, but not that I was negative at all. I just said that it was like my least favorite of the ones that I've played, but it was still a very, very good game. Um, the end of that game, one, it took me four hours. That final boss turned into a whole like back half of a chapter. Jesus. Um, after that, which is really funny. But the cliffhanger that they leave off on is just as bad as the first Sky game, if not worse, because at least at the end of the first Sky game, you know that the character is okay, but you're like, man, there is so much stuff that I need answered, like yesterday whereas this game is like i don't know like i have no idea what i'm gonna do here so like this is this is crazy um and so i yeah i beat that game and and the reveal like the change that they made at the last i want to call it like 45 minutes of the game is unbelievable and laser targeted at me like it was i was blown away so it was very very good still even with all that still probably my least favorite of the ones that i've played um mostly because of the i would say like the high school setting i don't like as much as the bracer or cop setting that was in crossbell um but uh Either way, still, it was an absolutely fantastic game. Like that doesn't that, that's not to downplay. It's just like if the other if the other four that I played were like nine point five to ten, this one is like an eight point five. So still good. But like that doesn't you know, like you're never gonna look at a, an eight point five and be like that was a waste of my time. Like it was fantastic. Yeah. I I loved it all the way through. Um. Then after that, I played Dredge. That's right played in beat dredge so thoughts on dredge i think that it was uh such a cool way to do a fishing game like the point of that game is you are the captain of a fishing boat and you are just trying to fish and 
some other quests instant like you there ends up being a larger narrative of things that you need to figure out and this game is entirely story based as far as like the narrative hooks so i won't be i'm not going to spoil any of it um but from a mechanical side um it is very satisfying to fish like it is just a good way to do a fishing game um but then on the flip side of that the narrative part is that there is at nighttime and sometimes during the day but at nighttime for the most part it is a and it, it shows this right in the tags for the steam game or in this in the steam page so there's no like you don't go into this this isn't a surprise but it is a lovecraftian fishing game so there is some eldritch horrors that end up finding their way um into the narrative of the game and boy do they get there it is i knew i know that so uh for full dis for full transparency i have spoiled most of the game for preston because yep. uh preston is not an open ocean person and he would never ever <laughs> ever in horror. a million years play the this game on that face nightmare fuel yeah he can't do it so i told him about it nope. and he I think you would agree that the the Lovecraftian part of the Lovecraftian fishing game is definitely present. They don't hold back and, on scale. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna send Preston a video. Why? Um, <laughs> Stop Ryan, it. No, by, by Ryan by Ryan George, the same guy that does the pitch meeting stuff, where it's like you know the first person to to learn about the ocean sort of thing, and he shows up at work one day, and he's like, oh, so you know we have the ocean right down the street. He's like, don't go in it. And he's like, why don't go in it? He's like, well, I mean. You know, big body of water, only four percent has ever been explored, and you know, talks about the monsters and the big creatures in there, and he's like, and you just like you work right here with that <laughs> right there? He's like, anyway. That's I will, yes, I will, yeah, just for Preston, I will I will send that video. Thank you. you know, I sent him one that I thought was hilarious, which was it was uh do, it, the the thumbnail for the video is don't watch this if you have uh like phallasophobia or something like that. Yeah. And uh, most people clicked on that video going, I wonder what phallasophobia is, and they click it, and then it is clearly like a fear of the deep, and so <laughs> it, it cuts to this video of this girl, and she's like swimming across, what is like, clearly like this like, you know, there's like these two rocky faces, and there's this like nice little stream in between it, and so she's like swimming through it, and then she puts her phone underwater, and then this like Lovecraft, like deep, like, song starts playing where it's like you know like that whole and then as it cuts through it is like the marianas trench is opened up beneath her and so then the first top comment is like me clicking on this video like i wonder what thalassophobia is and then me after watching it i clearly have thalassophobia <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i showed it to friend there was like while we were eating dinner i showed it to him and he was like i hate that i hate that mm -hmm. like just immediately couldn't do it it's like heights he with water Halfway through the, the video, he goes, is something going to come out? You have to tell me if something's going to come out. And I was like, nothing's going to come out. <laughs> it's like, I'm not watching the rest of this until you tell me I'm safe. Yeah. But, Ugh. um, so I spoiled it for him, so I told him everything that happens in it. And, yeah, but like, he's, you agree. It, they, mm -hmm. they they go for it. Yeah. Um, it is, it is fantastic. I loved every second of it. Um, I like the I, art style a lot. It's very yes, cool. The art, art style, style really lends itself. Yeah, yeah it is. It's it, it's awesome. Kind of reminds um, me of uh, Severed a little bit. Remember that? Uh, yep, thing? I can see that. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yep, yeah. yeah, it definitely has a little yeah. bit of that. Um, the only the last thing I'll say is that on the mechanic side, the upgrade loop 
like or the loop the, 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 i guess the gameplay loop in general because it's part of it but like upgrading your gear upgrading your ship and doing all these things is very very satisfying like they, they make it so that no matter what if you leave catch some fish and come back even if you're just in the middle of trying to get to like one point on the map to another to like continue a quest or whatever it is um you there will always be something for you to do like to upgrade like or you can continue to save up for a potentially big upgrade or whatever it is but you always feel like it's just non-stop progression all the way to the end it was it was awesome um and then i played and beat uh i told you guys about this game during the steam uh indie fest um but meat grinder if you guys remember me talking about that at all yes you that's like about the awesome recently yeah it's the mix between like cluster truck and like doom or like quake where it's like a really fast paced first person shooter but you're constantly having to move and there's like trucks and like cars that are like slamming into each other and like you're trying to like sort of platform your way and you have to keep moving and keep using some of your abilities to keep your heart rate up or you die because uh like you have to keep the blood pumping through your system there's very it's like crank and like oh yeah. it's just very Jake, like, no. i, I yeah. assume it was uh i assume it's based off the hit blockbuster yeah. slash crank hey, there's like jason very, statham it's not a bad movie say even on the well, steam bad, page it says a good bad there's movie. like sorry go ahead you're right even on the steam page it says that there's like no, it, there's no story like it's none like the, it, it you're solely there just to play through the game um, and it's like a more like arcadey kind of style thing. Um, the game is like an hour and a half long. It's very, very short. Um, and I think that's because they they made the levels that they wanted to make and they want to make more, but it's going to need more time and they would rather get people like, hey, this is what we got. Like, this is the three zones that we had, essentially. They're done. We put like your little carrot on the stick at the very beginning of why you're doing this and then you get it at the very end and it the scale escalates and escalates to the point where like you know like i said you start jumping from truck to truck and like all these different cars and you're on the road and trying to do these things and you end grappling yourself from planes in the sky trying to get back down to the ground and like getting so, into the back of a cargo plane like it's crazy so literally somebody just watched some fast and furious and was like hey it's remember that scene that, where yeah. charlie's there and starts controlling all the cars like remotely and yeah it's like dom is just having to run from car to car to, that's right. exactly what it is so it, it's very similar to that thing uh it was very fun it's 10 bucks um i if you're into that idea of a game um, then it's totally for you. I played it during the Indie Fest and had it on my wish list, and then when I saw that it launched at 10 bucks, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna yeah. knock this out. A night. Um, like I said, it's an hour and a half, so it's yeah. just a quick, fun, like, hey, I'm gonna mess around and have, like, an arcade thing. And then when you beat it, there's an infinite mode that's unlocked, so it'll just go. And so that's, like, the thing, like, if you really find the gameplay loop satisfying, then you just see how long you can go for. Um like a classic arcade game so that's what it's trying to emulate and that's what it does so it's great um and then i started trails of cold steel 2 because i i just no needed maniac. to nope, <laughs> no I, I just needed to like the, the story it's like next I need, up I, I it is i'm gonna knock i'm gonna do that and then hopefully it's because i was going to play instead i was going to play um star wars and then i was gonna have that lead into tears of the kingdom 
Um, however, uh, as it might get talked about in other people's weeks, um, I am just going to wait a little bit on uh, Star Wars. And then um, I will return to that game when it is ready for me. And <laughs> AKA so, the PC. Not yeah. broken. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do instead is play Trails of Cold Steel 2. And uh, I have, because like I said, I've, I'm playing the uh, friend of the show, um, but uh, I'm playing a revised order for these games. So I'm playing by order of events. So. I have the stop date for Trails of Cold Steel 2 where I'm supposed to stop and then pick up Trails from Azure um, to finish that and then go back and finish the like the last like maybe you know a little bit of Trails of Cold Steel 2 and then I'll be so, I'll get on the timeline. But. So with that date of events, does everything in Crossbell happen like do, have you been fine up to this point? Or yeah, so did things in Crossbell tie into some of this stuff? They have tied into things. Done. So here's the thing. So it's it's really it's it's funny that you mentioned that. So and I think I talked about this last time, but there's in Trails of Cold Steel One, there are a huge chunk of months where they're talking about the things that I did in Crossbell. And mm-hmm. like so it's catching that up, right? And then on the back half, they're talking about things that I am like, oh shit, like I didn't know that's happening. Now that'll obviously Part of that will happen in Azure, right? But then there's a defined stop date in Cold Steel 2 where everything that happens in Azure will have happened in Cold Steel 2, but then, like, all the events converge at the very end of Cold Steel 2. So I'm going to... You didn't... So you you did okay. Like, it was fine you playing the first... Yes. Um... Games. Because I don't know, I only know, right. I only know about those events from the Empire's perspective of mm-hmm. newspaper articles, stories, things that are happening. So, like, I might be doing something, and then on the radio, will come on and be like, "Blank happened in Crossbell today," and it's like, "Well, that," and then it puts questions in my mind where I'm like, "Well, I want to know what really happened, or I want to know what happened. Is that the truth? Is it is it Empire propaganda? Like, I don't know." Right. Like, so I have to go and then I'll figure that out. But then all those events will converge at the end of Cold Steel 2. And then I'll be, you know, from there. So um, and then I have two more Cold Steel games left. And then after that is I'll be current. And I believe Reverie is what comes out next sometime this year. And that will be the first of the Calivard Republic games. So the other continent or the other um the other country on this continent. Uh, so, one, I cannot wait to be current because that's going to be go. that'd be fun, crazy. You have to wait, but also, mm-hmm. yeah, but also in general, uh, I just genuinely, genuinely love this series. You get so, there, yeah. So I'm getting there. So play that. Um, I am about halfway through chapter one, and that is it. I believe I haven't done anything else. A lot of basketball. We have done a little bit. Same. Allie, I've forced Allie to uh, watch the playoffs every night now. Yeah. And like, luckily, it's like, hey, we can watch something else. She's like, no, I'll read and you do your thing. It's like awesome because these playoffs have been good. They have. There's been a there's I've only missed one. Well, this weekend because of Alexa's birthday when we were out. So I I saw some while we were out and about, but I didn't get to like, you know, sit and watch them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've only missed uh, one game 
and the only reason is because I I'm well, this is not a complaint at all. It's the nature of the beast. But I've been watching these playoffs, uh, you know, through my television subscription. And sometimes <laughs> uh, a lot of people use the television subscription. And my television watching experience then stops until other people are done with their experience. I don't think so. Well, because... I mean, we can cut this part out, because I don't want to, like, I'm not... Start Go dancing ahead, around cut out. Yeah. But no, all, I was just making a joke about, I'm assuming whoever else you have on your account, that when they're streaming devices, it tells me that you've reached the stream limit on the account, or that I've reached the stream limit on the account. And so I have to wait until something is done watching on a different device. You need to tell me because it should just be us. Oh, well, means... I figured like your parents and other people had it. No, so I was just like... it should, no, it should just be us, which means there's a chance that like maybe one TV. So like still sometimes has it running in the background. I need, I need to know that when we leave because our dog has such anxiety, we'll turn on the TVs. Okay. Oh. If I turned on like an iTunes movie <clears throat> instead of direct TV, that would fix the issue, but I'm turning on DirecTV on both TVs just because I'm like, I need the dog to chill. I so Buddy is the one who's stopping. Ash, yes, Ash Ash stop sorry, it. yes. So yeah, tell me, and I'll, I'll remember know. that now. I didn't want to, okay, why. so here's what here's the thing. I figured you had like either like Travis or like family members no. and all that stuff. No, and so I us. didn't want to be <laughs> just like just us, baby. It's I would be us. like, bro, tell your mom to get off the fucking <clears> TV <throat> so I can watch the play. Nah. <laughs> it's 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 a dog. Tell so. your dog to get off the fucking TV. I know, don't which, bash to get which, off the fucking which, TV. So, bringing it back here. Yeah. We're all cutting. Right? We, oh, we cut, we, okay. we're okay. We don't have to cut this part. We can leave this in. We can leave this yeah. in. I actually learned I something interesting because we will we will leave the TV in or TV on for our dog. Um, dog, it was about the way dogs see frame rate. And actually, it's just the way everybody sees frame rate, right? It was talking about like people complain because like 60 frames a second, like humans can see somewhere between 24 and 60. And of course, Everybody's different, so maybe see a little more, a little less. But either way, we need a minimum of 24 frames a second for us to not see the choppiness, right? We all know this. Yeah. Dogs see at seven. They need a minimum of 75 frames a second to see something as a moving object. And cats need a minimum of 100 frames a second to see something as a moving object. So if you leave your TV on for the dogs, which we do, they can see every cut between each frame because it's 24 frames a second, so they might as well just be watching a PowerPoint presentation of slides. That is fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love to learn. I did not <laughs> Right? No same shit. with cats. Cats would, cats would do the same thing. They would just see it, which is probably why it's so hard for animals to get interested in what we're yeah. watching, right? Like, it doesn't grab their attention because if it's not sports or something, it's not filmed in live action, it's 24 frames a second, so they're seeing each cut. That explains why Mage is way more interested on what's going on on my computer screen, mm -hmm. like when I'm playing a game, than on a regular TV screen. Yep. Yep. Wow. Winnie will chase things down on the TV, but only when you're watching like a live stream of sports, because there are no cuts during that live stream, so she can see the ball move. Versus like a, a standard TV show being filmed. That is crazy. Uh huh. That's insane. Yep. Wow. So anyway, 
The more you know. Yeah. Fantastic. Right <laughs> yeah, right there. Just the star. I'm about to get one of those um, on standby. You do yeah. a lot. But uh, that's it. That's all I've done. So okay. lots of games. Played lots of games. Nice. Can I um, can I make a comment about the playoffs real quick? Sure. So I'm thoroughly enjoying these playoffs. Um, I am They've thoroughly I'm thoroughly enjoying all the funny things coming about coming out about Dylan Brooks going to China because like uh, yeah. look, you, you do it to yourself, bro. Right. Like, but you're fine. But um, one thing that I can't I, I'm torn. I don't know if the Lakers are going to make it out of this Golden State series. I want them to. I'm a LeBron fan. I love Steph Curry, too. So it's 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 tough. But I think it is a Lakers matchup. So if they lose, they're going to lose themselves, right? Because their team and their bodies match up so well against the Golden State. I think they're it's bigger. The best. I mean, they're bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's absolutely the best path they have to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Which for a team that was in next to last or last place in the season two months ago was like insane. Dude, anyway. Austin, the Austin Reeves and D'Lo trades helped them out so yeah so much. But like, what I I hope they make it out, and I hope that the nugs make it out of their series over phoenix because i want what is the rdc world or whatever i want them to make a video about 40 year old lebron being in the playoffs longer than kevin durant so bad also want longer to than kyrie what, longer than kd like i want to see what their take on nikola Jokic <laughs> is going to be <laughs> yeah yes but like if they if they make it out of here and knock out curry and KD gets knocked out and Kyrie didn't make it in and LeBron at 40 years old who was in last place and now going to the Western Conference Finals like yeah. that video would be incredible and if the rumors happen like the video that happened when Kyrie left to join the Nuggets I if if he comes to the Lakers the video that the Nets you mean but yes or, or, yeah, I'm sorry, when he went to go to the Nets. The video yeah. that they would make of Kyrie, like, coming back and begging LeBron to join the team would be so funny. Yeah, man, I... <laughs> yes. First of all, shout-out to RDC World 1. They're just one of the best content creators, I think, that have ever graced this planet. But, yeah, uh, yeah their their NBA stuff is is fantastic. But, yeah, I it, it's been great. It, it's been a really good playoff series so far. It's... The thing that's really made me happy um, is we continue to see some of these stories that people avoided for so long. People avoided the story of KD leaving to go to these bigger teams because he can't do it himself, right? Everybody said KD could do it himself once the reason the, the the Warriors did so well. Well, the Warriors have won without him. He has not won since he's left, and and it and it continues, right? Like if they get not if Phoenix gets knocked out, which I really hope they do, like that story kind of continues, right? Same with Kyrie, the story kind of continues. But then we're seeing these veterans at the pinnacle of their career do what they're doing, which may even be for the last time or the last couple of times, like Steph continuing to be Steph carrying a Warriors team that shouldn't be where they are into the playoffs. And then and, you have and can we just say his performances that these last couple, like even though there was the one that he lost him, like they still lost, they ended up losing the game just by a little bit, but like his performance in that game was just, Nothing short of fantastic. It was you yeah. just you're it's unbelievable to watch him. But play. but, you know, like the, the crazy thing is, too, he would or should not be losing. And the only reason you probably are is because you're losing to a 40 year old Laker or LeBron team that's driving the Lakers. And like you and for him, it legitimately we're we're watching the tail end of his career. So just watching these stories yeah. play out. Um it's really fun from like just a sports fan perspective. Yeah. And then you see other stories of like 
Jimmy Buckets doing what Jimmy Buckets does Jimmy and like Buckets, carrying another man. team that should not be where they are continue to carry Give them. this man his ring. He needs his <laughs> ring. Uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. So these playoffs have been very, very fun. Um, and nobody seems, other than the Nuggets, nobody seems like a clear-cut team to make it to the finals. Like, Boston looked that way. Boston's also shown some vulnerability recently, yeah. right? And, and other stuff. So... I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, I don't, if I don't know if this is, nuggets, I don't know who can. I, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but um, I think it is time. Like people need, to, like we don't need to wait until the end of his career. It is time for people to just say that Steph Curry is the best point guard that has ever been in this league. Like he, like it is, it is. We're, it's like the conversation should be done now. Like not only does he help get his teams where they shouldn't be to your point alex mm -hmm. but like his passing ability his uh, getting other people involved in all this other stuff is great like he is second to none and all those things his ball handling all that stuff but he's also unguardable mm -hmm. yeah like put two people on him he's still gonna get a shot off from 30 feet people, out. people that are three times his size still can't stop him from getting a shot off because he can shoot from half court and still make it most of the time like yeah. it is and between all those things, not only that, but he has he has in the same way that most of the like Mount Rushmore greats like change the game like Magic right like Magic Johnson is it like he changed the game when he came into the league the league changed completely right Steph has changed this like the league from the the first time he won that championship the league was changed forever to where now teams are shooting three-point shots like it is a normal shot to shoot even though they are just building brick houses outside of their thing where they just are clanging these things off the rim but it doesn't matter and then it goes all the way down to the kid level where kids are playing and they're shooting from half court because they just are like well he can do it you've probably seen the same video i have uh which from an aau tournament and literally these two like little kids just go on this one-on-one -on -one game. I mean, it's five people on the f on the court, and one kid brings it in and like pops a three, and the next kid brings it in and pops a three. So then the kid brings it in again, but like takes the three from further back until they both are shooting from half court. And I think they both make about five or six threes until one of them finally misses. And they made it so far back, like they were at half court, and they kept making it that they started moving back in, and then finally somebody missed. And you're just like. People were complaining. People were like, oh, Steph Curry ruined the game. And I'm like, did he? Like, no, just I just want something. Man. Like, like, it's, just, yes. it's fun to see, yes. but like these, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, I think people who complain that he's ruined the game is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, because it, it, but he changed it. And I, but that's why it's, it's time to give him his credit now. Like he needs, yeah. like it is, it is crazy that people are like, well, we'll see what happens if he wins this year. Like, first of oh. all, he has, he has four championships and yeah. which is like already like, more than some of the ties LeBron, it does, but also it's more than any of these like talking heads are ever going to get mm. in their lives anyway. But also, like, like it's so it's very clear that he's worth, but then you can see the effect that he had from the second he won that first championship and then going forward. Like, mm. stop talking to me about like, oh, we'll see if he wins a fifth. Like, you know, and and shout out one more shout out, and this will actually be to the NBA, which is crazy because I, I typically don't support the companies running these sports. Um, what was ruining the game was the kick your leg out to get a foul on the three. The thing that James Harden and Trey Young like seceded out. The reason, the only reason why James Harden won an MVP, straight because he drew fouls, right? 
I love that they changed that rule. And to his credit, go James Harden for changing the way that you play. You see he's been playing so, so unselfishly, so played, unselfishly, right? Like, and he's been playing defense and other stuff. Like, crazy to watch. Dude, I saw him Shout block out a to shot. James I, like, I didn't even know you knew how to do that. I saw him. He he dove out of bounds to save a ball the other night, and I was just yep. like, "What James Harden is this?" So. Good job in the NBA at fixing what was actually ruining the game. Um, and, and yeah, has changed some selfish players to play normal again. So yeah, cool. Anyway, welcome to our sports podium. Uh, yeah. We will now get off it. Yeah. So Preston, that's it. That's what my week. I'm done. So yeah. What have, what have you played this week? I'm on mute. Hey, uh, I have also beaten one game. Uh, I got credits for assistant sleeper. Last night. Nice. Um, I got credits, credits, and I think I may have finished it with a DLC. Is is a character named Bliss a part of the DLC? No. Okay. That's what I was saying. So Bliss is not part of the DLC. Did you? Were there any refugees that came in? To, like there was like was there a ship on the tail end of the eye? Yeah, it's the Briar. Like Nope, nope, nope. No? On the not not on the upper part. Because you go on the far that well, I don't know how to yeah, do it in this so camera. far that way. But you know what I mean. So on you the have the far, shipyard like, on one end, and then the other other end you have where the briar stops. Yeah, and then so there's that, but then so past the greenway, so right where the mushroom yeah. area is, there's a so there's a uh, a ship that comes in, and you meet two the Ish and Peak. I met them. I did not do any of their missions. So I thought that was DLC. That is DLC. Okay, that is where the DLC okay. is at. So I did pretty much everything else. Yep. Um, I think the only thing I didn't do, because uh, I looked at what the endings were, and I don't want to spoil the game because the game is all story. Uh, so, but I, yeah, I, I ended up choosing, I guess, the, what we considered the, the, that character I ended up choosing to, that's where I completed my game. Uh, if you want which ending I chose. Um, sure. But yeah, it's... I like, pounded through a lot of it yesterday because last night I'm sitting down like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's just finish it up before we go back to Jedi Survivor, which I'll talk about here this week. Um, like, let's just go ahead. I know I'm getting close. So I'm completing a bunch of drives. I got a couple drives. That I'm pretty sure are towards the end. So I finished all the stuff in the Greenway. I cleaned up all the stuff towards the shipyard. Like, I'm just going to different places. The Attigan stuff, I finished all of that. And that has a crazy fucked up weird ending with that yeah, one dude. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, yep. Yeah, I was really fucked up. And then there was only there was one that I'm not sure if I could finish. Uh, you meet and play a game with an old man like in that alleyway near the Yadigan agent uh, place. Uh, you play a chess game with him or whatever. Um, not really, literally, but like through the dialogue, you play a chess game with him. And then he has you get like Yadigan and uh, the other uh, things. Yeah. So nothing else happened with that. Was he that that, that was the guy? Yeah, that's oh, OK. It was, it, I got him and then I didn't play that Yadigan stuff for forever. So I totally yeah. forgot that that was him when they showed his images. So, okay, fuck. Well, that just, that's a little that's more. So him. I did finish and that he, section. <laughs> he will make another appearance in the DLC. Oh, will he now? This is, yeah. this is a big year for you, Preston. You, you've beat that game. Games. You did exactly what you wanted out of Kirby. You beat Witcher, mm -hmm. right? You beat Final Fantasy. Wait, did you beat Final Fantasy IX? He did. No. He beat Final, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy IX. IX. This is a big year for you. I might even get a second Final Fantasy under that belt. Who knows this year? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, Citizen Sleeper is very good. Would I consider it my top game of the year if I were to go back? No. But I definitely yeah. think it deserves our top game of the year. Uh, that writing is, that makes a game. I mean, to, for, for a game that, that that's how you play is just by going through the dialogue and choosing your options and kind of fulfilling quests. 
um, like fetch quests essentially, like that's that's what you need to do. You need to give me that on point writing to kind of keep me wanting to go. And last night I was like, okay, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's just fill it up. I got this one place and nothing else is happening right now. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna sleep two times in a row because I need to get that <laughs> that dial to go down and finish up. But I, I had a great time. Um, there's some missions, I think I only failed, it says I failed two. One of them I talked about last time was not inspecting that one uh, ship uh, when I was uh, doing yeah. that dock area. The other one, I think I failed the one where it was the raffle to where you didn't get the raffle to go off. Or Lemon Mina, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't get that one because uh, it yeah. says uh, you failed. You weren't going to probably get the raffle anyways, and I ended up trying to storm the gates with everybody else. I get kind of my shit knocked out of me, and then it's like, yeah, you're not going to get it. I'm like, okay, and I just kind of cower off. I'm like, that's cool because I got the ship one ready to where I'm going to do my thing with Bliss, so I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that, and I loved the ending of that one. Like, Bliss, it's very good. The, the other character that, like, at the end that you get at that point, which is kind of like a little bit of a spoiler, like, those other two characters that you even, like, just uh, go with, that's like, the story, how they ended off, and, like, mm-hmm. I I think it would be great if, like, you could choose, like, which ending you pick, and, like, they have a separate game you can go off and play that has that ending as the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so who, who knows? Like, could like be, I said, it's, yeah, we don't know. Might, the creator might choose He might do any a different character, he might pick one of those characters, of. Mm-hmm. your same sleeper, who knows? But yeah, at the end, like that game starts off like kind of stressful because like you're worried about dying, you're worried about getting those like that injection. Uh, at the end of the game, like I'm rolling in shits. I, I That's got I got dude. got plenty of like injectors. Like all I gotta do is like to roll, bring roll mushrooms. Yeah. I got like, I, I gotta do yeah. is like bring mushrooms to get more uh, antidote. I'm like okay, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I, like, there's a lot everyone. of people who didn't like that. They wanted it to stay stressful at the whole thing. I think it's very satisfying. I wouldn't like that. To I wouldn't. To, have make it feel like the, not only that you're the sleeper is like getting more in tune with the environment but also like taking control of it right and like take control of becoming the sleeper too as well like, as far as like okay i'm a sleeper now i can survive like i know what i'm doing with myself and what i yeah, need like i like i'm create like i created a space for myself and i've got like a good way to live like I, I can do this like it it feels very it's like a nice progression to sort of feel like those systems just and you can just like break them over your leg yeah. and be like look I am the captain of this boat yeah, now. sure like, that is like it yeah. is a good feeling because in the beginning there are times where you're like I have die. to I have to sleep I have to sleep right now or rest right now and then the next day I know I'm gonna do one thing yeah. one thing and then I'm gonna rest because like my health is so far down and like I gotta get it back up and I hope and I get a good roll yeah I hope we get a roll and then as you progress through the game you're just like I can now focus on helping these people or doing the stories that I want to do because as you said, like you kind of become in tune with everything going on. It's, it's a nice progression. Yeah. yeah. I, I got most of the stuff upgraded. Um, Alex, there was one upgrade that you talked about way back when you guys were playing it and I didn't get it to like towards the end and I kind of wish I got it earlier, but it was the one to be able to reroll your dice once a day. Yep. Like that is a yeah. game changer. Yeah. Cause what you'll <laughs> do is you'll get your full set of dice. I'm going to go spend the high yeah. ones. And as soon as I get done spending the high ones, I'm rerolling that shit. So like all those ones and twos and you still get screwed, but majority of the time, like, oh, my ones and twos turned into fives and like sixes. Like, OK, all right, we can get some dead, some shit done now. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, even even a three and a four can be a big difference from a one and yeah. a two, right? Mm-hmm. Like or, or a three. Because versus the two. bonuses where yeah. in your class, you can get a yeah, plus two for whatever the ability mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So it's it, it helps yeah. out a lot um, for sure. If I were to if I were to tell somebody who's going into it, I'm like, as soon as you get the ability to Reroll your dice. Get that one because that one is going to yeah, be yeah. helping you out a lot. Um, I actually think I might pick that game back up on Steam. Yeah, I have it on Xbox, but just go ahead and grab it on Steam to have it on the deck. And then it's just go one of those games to have around, it, right? Yeah. And it's platinum rating on the Steam deck. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Very nice. Uh, other than that, um, playing some Snap. Played Snap right before we started recording this podcast. Alex joined in. We actually had uh, two or three people talking uh, on there. Um, I, I even gave Alex a new deck to play with. It is series one and two cards that you can only like, yeah. you get through like, the, the tut- tutorial going through it. So I know he would have like those cards to a certain point after a certain uh, level. And uh, I'm hoping to, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what, how he does with it because it's been fucking putting me through. I went through two ranks in a day, like not just like number ranks, but like full blown. Like I went from gold to I am now like almost a platinum now <clears throat> just with that deck almost alone. Like I, I, I sprinkled. I wasn't platinum, and then once the season restarts, it drops you down. Oh, that's right, new season. Drops you down three ranks and rounds you down. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, I forgot we're in a new season. Yep, okay. we are in that. I am back in the crawl, um, almost at platinum again, and I'm almost. There's been, been a week into the game, into the into the season. So, feeling. I'm gonna consider it. this another game you finished because you're clearly into the end game of this game, right? Oh yeah, like you you have mastered this game. So this is yeah. another big year for you. Like if we count snap I got in Galactus. there too. So yeah. that's like an endgame boss I just got right there. And then also we are now searching for Sarah as far as the new card that I need because that's the meta deck. Uh, so Kristen, let me ask, would you enjoy if they incorporated a story mode into this game and did something care. where it was like bot along with the PVP, you had just like bot games that gave you more story? Would you enjoy that or would you think it was a waste? Are you asking Christian or me? You. Oh, I thought you were asking Christian. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking Christian. No. I give a shit. Christian doesn't play. Uh, I, don't play. <laughs> I know. I was like, like Christian, like, I'm move him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, would I play it more? You said, or would I think? It was yeah. Like, worth would it? you enjoy that if they did? If they, along with the PvP grind, if they created a story mode just to give you some stuff for each season? Sure, and... but also like, I feel they do so much work with the PvP that it changes like on a, a literally a weekly basis. They have uh, OTA patches, so the over-the-air patches. To where, like, cards will just gain power, and all of a sudden, like, they did it to um, Enchantress. She got plus four power, so she's, like, she got plus two power, and they didn't change, like, the way her card works, and, like, everyone uses her now. So it just changes the way people play, but, like, the story, no, I mean, no. So I'm you don't care about this, you just, it is what it is, you're having fun playing It's comic book battles. characters, throw them all in there, I don't need a cohesive story with it, it's just, I'm there to play battles. I'm not there to, okay. to have a story and listen and read or whatever, no. Interesting. I read the cards, I don't read right, the dialogue. Well, Devs, devs of Marvel Snap. They already do. If you want, if you want to do a story mode, and uh, we can, we can cater to the other fans. No, because all they're going to do is make another like collector's, uh, the collector that's in the actual character card variant, and they're going to sell it for a hundred fucking dollars with a whole bunch of stuff. Preston, they don't need talking. any story. The first one's a freebie. We're not giving them any more ideas. They just—it's it, happening right now. Like we're not giving them the idea. Know, it's, it's what solid. they're doing. <laughs> so how long? How long insane. did you think about that one hundred dollar card? I thought about it for 0.5 seconds and said, nah, because A, collector sucks, B, that variant sucks, and C, like, I'm not spending $100 on a digital card, you, your fucking mind. They're getting my $10 a month for the season if it's good, and other than that, it's very rare they'll get any more money from me. And I actually get currency. I play the game, I'm, I'm one of those people who play the game enough to where I get enough currency to do most things in that game. Like, I'm already almost at over 1,000 gold to get a new variant that's like a, like a super rare variant. The only currency I want more is collector's tokens. What's that? Imagine the flex if you had that card. You flopped it out on the table. Galactus is the flex. I flop that big donger out there every fucking time. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aside from that, aside from Snap, off my Snap pedestal, is uh, Jedi Survivor. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, 
fucking or good we are game. Differing opinions. This well, week. Alex, we won't. We no, won't. Alex likes the game. It's just the PC it's won't let him play game. it. Um, so I've been playing on PS5, pretty much next to no problems. Uh, I think the only problem I have is that sometimes the loading for certain areas can be get a little wonky. Uh, so there is. Let's have you not experienced any like screen tearing or anything? Nothing I'm aware of, no. Unless I was okay. looking away when it happened. Uh, so it's it's been running fine for me. I'm playing it from performance mode too, um, and it's it's been looking great. Uh, I'm actually really digging the story. Uh, kind of how it starts off. It starts up a little bit after uh, what happened in, at the end of the last game, so it's not exactly like just coming off of that jumping point. Oh, five five years later, right? Yep. So uh, yeah, yeah a whole a whole different things going down. If you want to know where I'm at in the game without spoiling anything, I would say. One, two, three, four. I've been to four locations. I'm going back to one now. So technically, it's like the fifth trip I would need to take. So that would kind of tell you where I'm at progression-wise. It doesn't. I mean, you go to places, no. right? Yeah. I mean, I've I've been... I, you have the starting planet, which is the big one that people it's were excited intro. about. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you go to... Second uh, place. A, second place. A little bit of desert. Then you go to a third place. Then you desert. go back to the second place. That takes you to a different laboratory planet. And then so that's a moon. You go, but that'd, that'd be, that'd yeah. be the third place. Yep. And then you go back to the desert place. Right. So no, you, you go, you go, you go start. You don't. You go to the starting point. You get your little hub area <laughs> world. And then the desert planet is the third one. And then you go yep. to the, 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 the moon place and then you go back yep. to the hub area. Yep. That's where I'm at. Oh. So I actually might be farther than well, you the Well, I've done a, a handful of side stuff on done none. the hub area. I've done no side stuff. I've done none. Fuck it all. There's a lot of cool stuff in the main hub. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I've done none, but I've done none. Because it won't let you play the fucking game. (laughs) How many how many companions have you have you met? Um, I mean if you're talking about the ones that like you recruit and like the hanging out, let's say. Um No, I'm talking about like that 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 join you in your quests. Because you know, you Oh uh, the the ones that get on your ship, uh too. Okay. One came with me for a little bit and then has gone. Or no, didn't come with me, but joined me on a planet and then did not come with me. Yeah, I actually think I'm further than you, which is crazy. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I've played 10 hours, but I did a lot of the side stuff on the uh, that main yeah. hub. Not a lot, but which also... Still, which still holds true. I jokingly said I could do other games and still beat Preston to the finish of this one. Well, you also said you'd plan it before broken. me, too. My, my game is broken, and I still might beat Preston to might. the end of this one. To be fair, I'm also, you know, finishing this sleeper and stuff. Let me know. <laughs> um, I'm getting stuff done. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go full back into it, and I really like some of the uh, chemistry they have with some of those characters. Um, the characters that they have, even the new ones, are just so well-written, have the different personalities. Yeah. Like, tens on tens. Like, it's just... They do a fantastic job with that, like the world building in this game. Even though it's a Star Wars world, we all have the world building kind of there. But as far as its own little microcosm of a world and story, like the new characters they give you are fantastic. If you guys can hear the uh, music in the background, let me know because my window's open. Um, but I, it could easily be my game of the year. 
Um, it's battling in my head with Hi-Fi Rush. I'm got, I gotta let it, I gotta let it, I gotta finish it, walk away from it for a while so it has that new Star Wars in my head, like, love. Because anything new Star Wars, like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Um, and then I'm, like, walking away, like, whoa, it wasn't as great as I liked it, you know, when I first, you know, experienced it, so. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's definitely a game of the year contender for me. Um, oh, as far as progression as well, did you unlock all of, like, the upgrades when you go to meditate? Did you unlock all those? Alex? All of them? All of them. As far as, like, you can upgrade in there. Not as far as, like, progression in it, but, like, you know what they are now, right? Because they're not grayed out. Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that because it spoils it for Christian. Um, yes. But that's been a lot of fun. Uh, the last one I got out of all those unknowns, it's really cool. It's probably one of my favorite. Um, do I want to say anything else about this game? Oh, there's one character. If you didn't do the side stuff, I don't know if you've uh, seen it. But have you met Scuba Stev? No. No. There is a character who has a Scottish accent, and he's Scuba Stev. He's not Scuba Steve. Like Scuba Steve? Yes. From, from Big Daddy? Yes. But he's, he's a very tiny character with a very large Scottish voice. And he's Scuba Stev, and he goes fishing for you and cleans the fish tank. No, I have not met him. I was laughing so fucking hard when I met him. He's in a scuba gear because he goes into the water. Is it yellow and black like scuba I don't think it's that. If it is, it's very dirty, but I I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't think it's that on point. Uh, But I heard him. you're going to go that far, just lean all the way in. The thing is, I go to find him. It's it's, it's a small side mission. It's not that big of like, like it's not spoilery or anything like that but you, you go to like the time as you hear him and you're like where the fuck is this guy is he like hiding like through like is he talking through like a window or a door like uh bloodborne style or what like what's going on and then you look over and like it's this little teeny tiny guy sitting on the side of this boat with that big ass voice and his dialogue is very very funny he has stories to tell you about the deep and things of that nature it's it's fucking awesome it's a great like i said perfect character and personalities they have in this game i love Does this game. that does that make Big Daddy canon in the Star Wars universe? He's Cuba Steve, it not Scuba Steve. If, it's like a multi, it's like but, alternate dimension. But that could be that could be Scuba Steve's cousin. Could be. Yeah. Be weird that they. Both the question. The question guys. is. The question is what what came first, right? Did Scuba Stev and his and his exploits like down the road influence? And he is he Scuba an Steve ancestor Eric of Scuba Steve, or, or the other way around? Scuba, not Scuba. So he's not exactly yes, a scuba he diver. He could be an ancestor of Scuba Steve. Yeah. His names changed as they came over. It's a galaxy yeah, along, it's far, far away. Let me give you a great example. Let me give you an example. Dune, right? Dune's a perfect example. You have people named Dakota and Utah and other I know how families work, yes. Because they all left Earth and then they explored the galaxy. So, <laughs> this is a stance reason. Every single Star Wars film and book and everything is just really part of the Adam Sandler verse. Sure, but it would have been before the Adam Sandler verse. So, every Adam Sandler verse is a part of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Little Nicky is a Sith. Yes, He's a yeah, Sith definitely. Lord. He'd be apprentice. He's a very, no, he wouldn't be apprentice. He'd be an inquisitor. He's not. Uh, uh, Happy Gilmore is the leader of the Jedi Order for sure. Yeah. Naturally, yeah. naturally, yeah. He has a stance where he just runs up and kind of punts the uh, lightsaber. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, without spoiling anything, I, I don't want to talk about that too much more. Loving it, enjoying it. Probably we'll talk about it next time. And then uh, me and Christian did play a little bit more of one game, uh, Grounded. Uh, we got oh, back in the yeah. ground for like a, it's a night, just kind of like mess around because uh, one of our oh, friends it's a did small, where you get real small, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like free on Game Pass. Like, 
you yeah. can, we, we'll let you know next time we jump in. Uh, it's up to four I'll players. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's Christian felt it. You can hear it in his voice. Um, I felt it because I played it again. I hadn't played it for a while. That game can kind of piss you off because uh, you'll go running out somewhere and then you die. Your backpack's out there. So you got to go back out to get your backpack and all that cool shit that was in it. But then there's giant mosquitoes that are going to fucking take you down or an asshole spider or a stink bug or something. And it's just a fucking nightmare and you beat your head against the wall. It's hard. It's very hard. It's not easy. Um, but yeah, that's uh, all I've played. Star Wars Visions Season 2 came out. It's very good. Um, I think I still like Season 1 better. Episode 1, it was very good. Yes, there's some really, really cool uh, episodes in there. There's, there's a lot more of like a stop-motion stuff in this one than there was in the first season. Um, but it's it's still really good. There's some really cool like anime like, like versions of ones, too, in there. Um, I, would, I, really cool. I would like to know how they do that show if they pick studios and have them do those episodes or do they put out an open calling and studios put their episode together and submit it? I guarantee you these studios are going to Disney being like next season. Like I'm especially after the first season happened like next season. If you want, I got this like five second clip of what we could do into a 20 minute episode. If you like it, hire me kind of thing. Like that's because I guarantee you all these animation studios would love to be able to do one episode of visions, have fun with the star Wars universe and then be able to walk away with a check from Disney, right? Like, I, could, just, I could just see them doing like entire episodes and submitting them and saying like, "Here's this." Well, you don't even have Please. to. You don't even have to submit it to the canon because like nothing is like usually tied into like right. the Skywalker saga or anything like that. So like, over half of these things like do like something cool with the universe that is like not even part of it. Like one of them was like it it, it solidifies more of like the Kyber crystals and how they get the color. Um, again, as they, like the first season did, it's it's really fun how they do that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very fun. First very episode, this chick comes up against a Sith, and she like hits the lightsaber, and it's like a curved, like half scimitar. It's like blade. a saber, it's, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it's sick. like a saber. And it's yellow, but then it's like orange, some yeah. stuff happens. She hits it again, and then like it's a so it's like dual, and the bottom yeah. one's red. Yeah, so like it's two different colors. It's it's very dope. Yeah, it has a lot of splash color with that one. That one is very uh, you know, trippy. Yeah, it's cool. I think Disney is trying. I think Disney is trying to do something with Star Wars, and they're trying to reset the Kyber Crystal canon. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. This would be the third time, if you count Jedi Survivor, this mm-hmm. would be the third time they show visually that your Kyber Crystal isn't a color; it is infused by your feelings and can change. Yeah. And it can change color. So like, Which is what makes Dark Mace Windu so cool, because at that point, if you think about it, he has purple, which makes him a little bit blue, a little bit red, because mm-hmm. he has a very aggressive fighting style. And that's yep. leaning a little bit into that, but it's not enough to make it full red lightsaber. It would be a mixture of red and blue. But it shows that, like, it actually shows that, like, Ray and some of the people in the, the old Republic video games, like they didn't go out and find yellow crystals because they wanted to be gray Jedi. It's literally their actions and their feelings have bled into the crystal yeah. and changed the color to yellow, which I think, I think cool. is much cooler. Mm-hmm. There was the one in KOTOR where there was like that log pressing crypt. I don't know which one it was, but remember it was the one where they were talking about like Kyber crystals being like a living entity where the red ones mm-hmm. were made to bleed. Yes. Yep. And I was like, well, the, red yeah. one, the red ones and the red ones were, are synthetic, right? Um, but it's it's still, like, it has more power. It takes more of the darkness. I was reading about the stupid stuff the other day. Um, it's not stupid. It's cool. But it, it, is, it, is, it is actually cool. But I, this is the third time in recent history that they are visually trying to show it in a They want you to understand it a little more. I think they're going yeah. to use it 
because the only time we up. saw that was video games and video games usually mm-hmm. just had a, a a cave with different colored crystals and you got to yeah. chip off whatever color you, you wanted because mm-hmm. they wanted you to play the game that way uh, but now they're giving it a more of a magical uh, kind of spin to it which I think is fucking awesome I think it's very in, cool in the yeah. first in the first Jedi Survivor you actually went and got a white crystal and then you picked your color right along like the color wheel and you could change it at any time but in yeah. this one you've actually seen in a scene where somebody bled, like bled their feelings into it and changed the color in, in like the middle of the fight. So cool. Um, so and you cool. haven't been able to change your lightsaber color yet either. So I think they're actually trying to say like, this is yeah. the case. Like, you this you, you still get to choose what color you have in Jedi Survivor, but oh, one, one other cool thing about Jedi Survivor is that you start off with all those colors. As soon as you hit a workbench, you're mm-hmm. not searching for crystals and colors. All those yep. are just given to you. As far as the lightsaber colors, the blade colors. So I'm like, nice. fucking cool. But you, do you change it? But can you change it after you choose it? Yeah. I haven't noticed. Yeah. I've changed everything about my lightsaber. I haven't changed the color yet, yeah. though. Oh, super more detail on changing color yeah. types, like like material types on your lightsaber. They're doing a really good job. Mine's really cool. It's like, it's like gold, white, and black. Of course, purple. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's we got that going for me. It's, it looks really cool. Mine's yellow. I have continued this own lore in my head that I started in the first game. So mm-hmm. I still have yellow. I've never changed it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's cool. But in the very first game, in replaying it, there's a there's a scene in, in the first game where you can you learn the ability for BD to slice or hack other droids. Sure. Right? So like you have to use it in a fight. And after that conversation, uh, Cal and BD are talking, and he's like, so what is that like? taking over you know another droid and bd is just like beeps and boops and he's like yeah he's like i I get that he's like it's not really fair to lose your humanity to somebody something else right and from that moment on i was like no i'm not gonna slice any droids i like i'll kill the droids like i'm gonna end them and i'm not gonna take them over because you're taking away their willpower and like that's not fair they can still be seeing everything you're doing yeah yeah, so from that point on in the game, including in this game, I have yet to slice any droid. I've, I've destroyed them, yeah, but yeah. I have never, like, forced BD, yeah. who or said he had an issue with it, to take over. So I've con- I've continued this whole Fair. lore for two games in my head. So since you're talking about lore, I'm sorry we're going to go on a Star Wars tangent. This is a little bit yeah. off the beaten path. Uh, but the Ahsoka trailer, I know you just watched that. Um, there are some other people there with uh, lightsabers. There's like a, it essentially looks like an pre- apprentice and a, uh, a master, but they have like dark orange sabers, right? Mm-hmm. I think, and this is like a theory I've seen like online, and it's kind of like helped me like back this up. But those are dark Jedi, not Sith. They are dark Jedi, so they still are Jedi, but they believe that maybe more of an aggressive, maybe more of like a uh, offensive. Uh, type of way of pursuing like the force and stuff like that to where they're not red sabers, but they're pretty fucking close to being there because they're very like they're not going to hold back. Right. They're not going to be like, well, this is not what the Jedi would do. But, like we do what we need to do to get things done and do the right way. If we need to kill all these people because it's going to save more like that's they're not going to wink an eye, a blink an eye at that kind of shit. So I'm very curious to see like th- those two characters because those yeah. characters look cool as fuck to me as also as well. I, I fell down a rabbit hole of reading about. Um, I think yeah, I remember you mentioning that to me. Yeah. One, one of the new Star Wars projects that's being worked on, um, and I forget which one it is, but it's it's going to talk about maybe the Prime Jedi because people don't realize like the Sith were never the Sith. Everybody started from the Prime Jedi yeah. who had a Jedi following, and then to your point, there was a sect of Jedi that just believed like, hey, we can be more powerful and do better. Or, or whatever that would better the galaxy by using the power yeah by by using the dark side right and Not they went it. Seth, but yeah. the, 
but the force is never like light or bad the true like the third um part of the force is the balance is he being able to use both which is why we have the gray or the yellow jedi um and there's a bunch in between there but they're all jedi just with different sects of belief which i thought was really cool and i fell into a rabbit hole for way too long. oh yeah ahsoka's a part of that like middle ground that yeah because ahsoka yeah. is not part of the jedi order but she's not sith she's not evil but she's like i don't believe that what the jedi do are okay uh so mm-hmm. that, that's I love when they when Star Wars goes into that rather than making it all black and white. Like these are bad, these are good. They shoot red lasers, they shoot green lasers. Like no, there, there's a fucking in between, man. I get it's a fantasy world, you want to make it black and white, but like when you start getting into that gray area, like that's when I think those fantasy places become even cooler and those stories yep. become a little bit more fleshed out. Uh, yep. But I'll stop talking about Star Wars. It's fine. I mean, we're just gonna talk about it more in a minute. I know, I know, but yeah. It's, other than that, uh, Expanse, Expanse is good. Finished second season, which I think you said it was when uh, they canceled it and they went back to Amazon for third season. I think. Yeah, I believe. So it's. I can see how they could end that, but it would have been a shitty cliffhanger. But I can what see was, how they would end. What that. was the shot in the is the second season with the? Well, you tell me what happens at the end of the second season. Uh, the human version. I mean, do, do you care, uh, Christian, about spoilers for Expanse? I think you let it rip. All right. Um, so the human version of the proto molecule uh, is aboard the ship. I'm pretty sure that's the end of the season. Yeah, it, it was aboard the ship, and they essentially had like the uh, the the, uh, the 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 nuclear device or whatever it was. So that way, it was attracted to that. So they threw it off the ship, and that thing grabbed it in space, and then they burned burned it to all the hell with their uh, spaceship on the way out. Okay. And then the first episode of the third season is the all-out war starts between Mars and Earth. Okay. In season, the, the ending or cliffhanger at the end of season three, I think, is one of my favorite shots yeah. of that entire okay. show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through that now. Cool. It's I just wonder what you were. Yep. Phenomenal show. Great show. That's all I have to say about it. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. I think that's the weeks. Um, really quick, my, before Alex starts. Yeah. I know you've also played Jedi Survivor. And you're going to talk mm. about it because <laughs> it's your week cover. But I do want to cue it up a little bit just oh. with, a, oh, with an article name or an article headline. Digital Foundry, typically what is considered the absolute gold standard of not only PC performance, but just game performance in general. Um, the tools that they have access to that they have made work across all sorts of consoles and everything like that. Um, are absolutely second to none. They are the number one with a bullet in the industry when it comes to uh, games technical perspective. Like helping people optimize their experience? No, uh, like as far as the, as far as like rating them. Like if they're like, if I'm saying like, this is how this game performs consistently Mm -hmm. throughout its time, like, and, and then here's all of the reasons why like here's what can happen here's what's happening here's you know screen tearing frame rate frame pacing like every single thing that goes into the technical aspect of a game they have a way to measure it and measure it correctly and then give that information to you the consumer this game is being heralded as the worst pc port no no of not only 2023 but of the current generation it is it is getting hammered um along with another little game that neither none of us have played so it won't come up in the weeks but another little game called redfall and there is some journalists who have decided or not decided but have said that the reason they think redfall is getting less attention than jedi survivor is because from what it sounds like 
Um, yeah, that's there why are, so bad. No, well, no, it sounds like is that they're both they're both equal levels of bad as far as performance is concerned um, on the PC, but that even if all of the performance issues were fixed in Redfall, it would still be a not very good game. Whereas apparently, the the reason that Jedi Survivor becomes more frustrating is, is that there is a good game underneath all of the issues yeah. that people if are going to. I only want to play it, yeah. right? <laughs> but there are things that happen that don't let me play it. And I'll, I'll talk about that. So, like, I'm, first of all, let me say, I'm disappointed by Redfall because I thought that could be a fun little, like, co-op experience on Game Pass. And Arcane usually makes really good games, so it's We can still try. It's just it's with free. the delays and other stuff, like, I had reservations about that game launching, and I'm disappointed to see that it is, it, it met my expectations, honestly. Yeah. Um... So Jedi Survivor, let me start with the good, because boy, yes. is the story good, the lore is good, Looks good. the companions are so well written, like, you, so off that first, as you will, desert planet, not the hub planet, Preston, but the first desert, desert yes. planet, have you completed that, have you gone through a big set piece and all that other stuff? I got to the point where I left it, so that was a big set piece, right, like, storm sandstorm happens on, on sandy planets right so the storm happens yep. we go through that whole scenario and then it's like i'm not yep. coming with you and you leave um but you meet another character there on that planet and what they're doing there yeah so no i am much further than you okay bro okay so some of the but stuff i know you meet somebody there and i love that character and i love the companionship between you and your main that main character and you it gets better it gets better like oh, the okay. companions are so well written. There's been a couple of reveals in this game. One that you have experienced pressing play on more tonight. stuff um, that are, are again, well written. And the one thing this game does with world building, I don't even know what you would call what Star Wars has created, but Star Wars has created this land, like this visual landscape of like space post apocalyptic. Yeah. Right. It's where an old, it's a lived in world. It's like it is. there's ancient things everywhere, old. but those ancient things are also like technologically driven. Yeah, but but not just the old stuff. So like on the planet you're at, like when you jump in an elevator lift, it's like very cagey and like everything has that like pill shape to the windows and stuff. Like it's not clean. It it's just, not pure white kind of deal until you get into some person's great, ship. Yeah. Yeah. Visually and immersive. It's so well done. And they really create this cool, like post apocalyptic future space environment. I love it. Um the story has been a blast so far. And I have made it to a point where the game works with yeah. a caveat. Yeah, with a caveat. So I've had a lot of issues in my game, which is so frustrating because my PC is incredibly more powerful oh. than the PS5. I, I see it every day while I'm working, man. Like, I, all of a sudden, it's like Steam pops up with a notification. Alex is playing Jedi Survivor. And like this happens like 12 times within like a half an hour. Like, this poor man. <laughs> this poor man on May yeah. the 4th cannot play a Star Wars game. I... <laughs> I have, I in order for me to play this game, I have uh, two windows, two spaces in Microsoft Windows setup. One has the game in full screen, and the other has Task Manager up and running in the second. So as soon as it crashes, I Alt Tab over and in Task. Like it's up, ready to in Task. Yeah, in task because you have to because it's going to freeze because I have to. Now here's the thing though, I can if I leave the hub planet. So once I made it to the second planet the second desert area whatever the first non-hub planet and when i was on coruscant flawless and i was actually talking to you guys i was like this game is so great it's playing so well the minute i made it to the hub planet 
I think I even texted in the group like, oh, I love this. I've had no issues. And no more than like three minutes later, I was like, well, game bros. Yep. Right. And I will say, I remember the right before that, when you were talking about how flawless it was. Yeah. You, I think there was definitely some inviting of bad juju on your part, because I remember when the early reviews came out. Yeah. Of people complaining about the PC version. You said that all of those people sounded very entitled. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no, so not not those people. And I actually still I still kind of I, I did hold this true. It's when people review bomb things that sure. was frustrating to me. However, you were at the review now, bomb no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, your, However, your text message, I give it, if, you had, if you had a Metacritic account, you would have been taken oh, 100%. 100%. It would have been the Ubisoft thing all over yes, again. It would have. Yes, it would have. <laughs> I'm going to send you a nine-message tweet thread. Um, um, however, I give those people time, right? Like, I think within the first like five, six days, it, it's unreasonable to go review bomb things because I get things happen, even as frustrating as it is. It's beyond that. And it's still continued issues. And their so, message was very mm, we're working. Their, their message was very insulting from the company. They're like, hey, we've realized there are some issues on some specific configurations. Like, nah, bro, there's issues on every configuration. It doesn't matter because I'm not running a 4000 series and I'm still having issues. Right. And according to your message, it sounds like I shouldn't have issues because I'm not running a 4,000, but it's not the case. Um, as soon as I made it to that hub planet, crashed, crashed multiple times. Um, I powered my way through it, playing about 20, 30 minutes at a time. And I could play longer as long as I did not do two things. I could not go into a cutscene because it would freeze on the cutscene the first time every time. If I launched it again, it might make it the second time, but it would freeze every time in a cutscene. Um, actually, I guess I couldn't do three things. I could not sleep my computer and come back. I would have to close the game. If I came back and it was sleep, it would be frozen when I came back. And the third is I would have to walk into a uh, meditation point to save the game. If I ran into it and I stepped in it and BD was trying to jump off of me as I got into it, freeze every time. Oh, no. Now, if I could walk up to it and BD would jump off of me and he was off before I hit it, fine. But if I ran into it, it would freeze every time. So oh. because of those things, I could play at varying times because like if I wasn't doing one of those three, it would be OK. But the minute I would walk into it, if it would like give me the blacks, like little like bars of like cutscene, I knew like first time it's going to freeze and it would get five seconds or five minutes into it. And eventually I would stop moving and sound would stop. And I'd be like, well, mm. that's it. Now, now here's the thing. Go ahead. Really quick, neither of you, and I know neither of you have had this issue or else you would have texted about it. So I just want to say, but the craziest issue out of all the, and that, those are bad. Like what you're describing mm -hmm. is very bad. The worst issue that has been documented so far, which is something that's like, this, this should, this game shouldn't have even allowed to be certified. This is so bad, but companies, yeah. publishers have paid so much money to get these regulations more lenient so that they can just ship whatever the fuck they want to ship. But, there is a a bug going around and thank god neither of you have had it but essentially it is your this is like oh, I, I saw this article but didn't read it because i didn't want to jinx myself so your I, game didn't, is, I didn't want it to happen this to is me. like the game most game breaking bugs of all yeah. bugs with EA also bug. giving you a middle finger in the middle of it which is them saying so you'll get a little pop-up it'll say oops 
Um, you, we have detected that you have loaded into a bugged state of the game. So we can tell that something is wrong. You can continue, but if you do, you will experience like, but and will more than likely not be able to complete the game. If you would like, however, you can. We have detected that if you reload back to a previous save, and it'll show you the save, you'll be able to continue back from the good portion of your save and be able to start. So, you as the user will go the beginning of the game. No. So the user, <laughs> user will say it is much worse. The user, you being the user, will say, "Well, this sucks." But obviously, I don't want to run into issues Gotta. and lose my game, so I'll just reload back to wherever I was, no matter how much time I lose, right? As soon as you reload, oops! And it gives you the same error, and you are deadlocked into basically doing nothing. And you can continue, but then literally what will happen is that you'll just be in a forced closed loop or different bugs. Things will make it, basically make it so that you can't complete the game, and your only option Restart. is to delete your save yeah. and start over. Bad. The fact, Bad. and here's the thing. This is why I think this is important. Game is, there a point, was, is there a point where that happens? Like, no, how do random. you know if you're past that point? So, like, I can literally random. hit that point at any time. You can hit it towards the end of the game. I matter. will lose my You'll mind. You'll be so mad. And, and the best part about this is that this bug is not... Uh, exclusive to the PC version. It is. It oh, is no. Here's the thing. Here's why I think this is important to call out as why. Like this game is truly special as far as among these things. Somebody at EA made the developers of Respawn make a specific UI for this issue, meaning they knew that this was happening and QA and everybody must was absolutely sent this to them and what they decided to do instead of delaying it, fixing it, whatever it is that they needed to do to create a UI specifically, like a menu pop up prompts, everything dev time was taken away from this game to, to make this menu and all of these systems to let people know that you have ran into a bugged version of the game. Like, hey, we have detected that your version, like that your save is so unstable that you have to go back. And then as soon as you go back, it goes, oops, yeah, and does it again. I think it is wild to me that, and, and, and what's even more unfortunate is it just shows EA and where they're at as a company and how they run things and how bad they are. And because the their QA team and the team at Respawn are getting hammered over this game when it is so clearly, so, so clearly not their fault. The director said in an article that they told him no to delaying the game again. Yep. And like, he, he knew there was too. issues and he was... Because here's the problem. Yeah. The way you guys are talking about all the good things about the game, it is clear and it should be clear to everybody, but it, it bears repeating that this game is a on the spectrum of is a good to great game. Yes. And mm -hmm. some people are even like what Preston is putting it at, at the top of his list so far with the things that are happening. And based on my experience, the last game, the team at Respawn 
knows how to make a good like this is like they know how to make the games yeah it's a good game right like they know mm-hmm. how to do it so it, it there's no doubt in my mind that this has nothing to do with the game itself or like you know the team at respawn or anything like or the qa that they use any of that because it's clear that these issues were found especially when you have to create a separate menu item and all these different tools mm-hmm. to detect when somebody's game is going to be in such a fucked state that it has to reload. But it really, I think, speaks to, one, the the current state of, like, modern gaming that we find ourselves in, but then also this... where publishers, especially like EA, are at mentally when it comes oh, to releasing... Big publishers, yeah. Profit! Put I that mean, Star like, Wars game out now. I need that number. To, to Preston's... Yep. to. <laughs> I'm not going to go as far as to say will eat up this game. They will pay it, and we I'm don't not going to go as far. Not saying as you guys, but I'm saying that that's where EA like is at. Like they know, yeah. in their mind, they, it doesn't matter what happens because the game will sell what it sells. And then when mm-hmm. it clearly is getting people are hammering them over that decision, instead of just like trying to own it, which they can't do because they're so out of touch with reality, they decide to be snarky and shitty. Yep. At the same time. I just I'm not going to go as far as saying what Preston said, which is like um, it's my game of the year. It could be. However, I know Tears of the Kingdom is coming out and Final Fantasy 16 is coming out. So it's going to be hard to maintain my game of the year. And Hi-Fi Rush was so good. But without that, like it's along with Hi-Fi Rush. If it wasn't for the gaming issues, it would be possibly number one to this point. It's just. Hi-Fi Rush was a good story, and it was polished to all get out. So it's hard to put it above Hi-Fi, right? Flawless. Flawless. So Flawless. Like, it's hard to put it above that just because of the technical issues. Everything about this game is so good. Like, the story is so good, I keep wanting to play. And that's what makes it more frustrating. I haven't had a lot of time. I've been super busy at work this week, and I've been busy in the evenings, you know, like doing yeah. work outside and painting our deck and doing other stuff. Vacation prep. I've been purposely waking up early before work to play. And like I did that on May the 4th, right? I was like, oh, I don't have a call until this time. So I'm going to get up first thing in the morning and play. And then I have that call. And I couldn't because the whole server was down. So on top of all the issues that were bad, like my game froze and kicked me out. And then I tried to come back and the server was down. On top of everything, the insult to injury that you have to have the online client on PC running at all time. Like, I can't... It is a single-player game. I know you want my analytics. That is all they want. I can't play a game that I purchased on my device that requires no online component because my data is more profitable to you than the money I paid for the game already. And meanwhile, Preston is over here swimming in the it's sea. Working just fine in PS5. Physical, I can, physical copies. I could easily you, just, I could easily play this game and make progress, but you won't let me because you're it's still I'm somehow further than Preston. And but, the, the hilarious part <laughs> about the physical copy thing on consoles is that even on the box for the physical copy, it still says requires internet to play because there's a one-time download when you put the disc in because the game is 155 gigs. Yep. It's, it's just... Everything is so good about this game, and it's so frustrating. And like I said, I've gotten to the point where I know when a crash or a freeze is about to happen that I'm very careful. So, like, sometimes I'll be running in an area, and it'll start to stutter. The screen will start to just clip. And, like, it'll stop, and then it'll clip again, and it'll stop. And as soon as I see that, it's like, okay, now I have a choice. Do I turn it off and go back to previous save, or do I chance it and find the nearest save 
to slowly walk into to hope I get that save off before it does what I know it's going to do on the next cutscene, which is crash. And sometimes I'll get lucky. Like I said, I'll walk into it and it'll save and I'll see the save spot and it'll freeze as I'm coming out of it, right? Like I'm standing up. It's like, oh, okay, got it in, right? But here's the crazy thing. Here's what I don't understand about it. (laughs) Because I've been able to make it past that planet um, and I've been to three other locations and other stuff, it's flawless again. You it better is find only some knock on, dude. no, 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 no. Seriously, it's I know, I, but I'm, I'm saying like I know, but I figured out the bugs only happen on the hub planet. Really? So as long as I'm off, I can do anything I want, no problem. But the minute I had to go back to the hub planet for a quest the other day, and the minute I landed on the hub planet, screen clipping started happening, and it froze on me. I wonder if it has it to deal never with because f- the only issue that I had with the game was so far was the loading between like different spots of that hub, so like. There's a cantina there, but you can go in and out of it from the top of the building or the bottom of the building. Mm-hmm. There was one time where I thought my game was broken or there was something, a cutscene was happening or like it's a story beat because I was trying to ex- like exit from the top, but the door would never open because the door is not going to open until they load up the outside area. I have I have not had a single issue. Uh, see, any of the issues I've described so far, I've not had a single freeze or anything happen anywhere other than the hub planet. Yeah, this is a new thing which, is why, which is why I haven't been exploring, right? Because if I stay away from the hub planet, I can do I can do these things called tears, which are a little like trials. I can do whatever I want, um, even side stuff. I just it cutscenes can't just do it matter. on the main hub. Yeah, they have whole, they, they, they have they have literally Breath of the Wild type of shrine areas that are just puzzle based shrine mm-hmm. areas. And I, mm-hmm. I did a couple of those in there. There's a nice little fun little boss hidden away in a cave somewhere too. It's it's a fun game. Yep. Yeah, it's great. So I'm hoping <laughs> like works. pretty soon. Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know how many planets are going to be away from the hub. And clearly I'm not going to be able to platinum this game. Um, but I'm hoping by the time I come back from vacation, which will be two weeks, Get some cleanup. there will be something that fixes that yeah. that I can play. But like, that's why I think the game is so fantastic. And I love everything about it. I just have to avoid the hub, which is nuts. Sucks. And it's fun. To your point, Christian, I have a feeling they know that that is the issue. Right, like somebody. Well, so people have reported like the, it, it. It's different for every single person. Like, yeah, people have had bugs hit at the final hour. People have had them sit in the, where they can't even boot the game. Like, it's all over the place. It just depends on what your particular flavor of that. <laughs> what you, what you know. your setup probably is. Well, even some people like there's consoles. there's some people who have a forty ninety, who which is the best graphics card that you can buy on the market right now. And there's some people who are sitting there, the works for me crowd, where they're like, everything's fine. And then there's the other people who own 4090s who can't boot the game. So yeah. it doesn't, like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the, the and that's so why weird. I think people are coming at this port so hard is, the game in general, I guess, but that's why they're coming at it so hard is because it's just, it's so all over the place that people can't even, you can't track down. And it's clear mm-hmm. that it just needed more time in the oven, which they should have been yeah. given. Yep. They should have been. And it, they this game. So the first game was great. They've actually stepped everything up in this game from like the story beats to the way you can actually use companions. So you knew people before in the last game, but nobody could join you. But now they can join you in the way you fight together is so well done. The uh, nostalgia piece. So like you land on a planet and you see this thing off in the distance. And they comment. and They're like, oh, from the Clone Wars. And you're like, man, I remember that, like from the TV show or whatever. Like, I remember seeing those things in action or some of the enemies you run up against. Like 
they've upped the ante in the lore and the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. it's a great game. Like if the, this, the, if the, this the, game, go ahead. I was gonna say the, the the droid that you find, like that whole lore part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading those comics. I'm like, I get to see this in a game form. Like, yeah, it's not just some drawn yeah. image. <laughs> if this game shipped polished, it would be a ninety percent on like an open critic, right? It would be up in the talk of like games of the year because the last game was, and this game has taken everything and actually streamlined it and made it better. Well, even with those it's issues, like they're still getting high reviews. Like as far as like yeah, overall, like those things aside kind of like deal like when they were reviewing mm-hmm. it, like like it's getting 90s. Yeah. So I'm literally avoiding the hub planet and enjoying everything about okay. this game, which is probably why I'm a little further than you because I'm just yeah, you've been going through the story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm refusing to explore. Um, but I, I actually learned in the first game not to explore too much e- either. Because you have to go back Because there's so many abilities that you don't unlock till later that I just go till three-fourths of the game. Red door, and then red start door, red back. door. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but it's good, other than, other than my <laughs> other than that. anger. Like, I have, I've played so little during the week um, that, like, yesterday I knew Allie had a hair appointment, so I woke up. She had to leave for a hair appointment at 10. So it was like on a Saturday, I'm going to get up at 730. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to turn on the soccer game because I watch EPL in the morning anyway on Saturdays yeah. and turn on my soccer games and I'm going to play. And like, because that's the only time I have. And as long as I stay away from the hub, the game looked at you that you thought. <laughs> I, yeah. I know. Um, only froze once because I only returned to the hub once. Otherwise, it's good. But like, it's so frustrating to try and carve out time with everything else I have going on. And, and then it the does that to you. Like, yeah. middle finger. Yeah. Go after yourself. Yep. Um. In my frustration, Chris, Christian bought me a game oh. that I debated on actually denying. I've never denied one before on Steam. I don't know what the process is. I assume it just... Do you get your money back if you deny it? Uh-huh. And then I get a notification that says the person declined your gift. Okay. So I, <laughs> all, I, I the only reason I was like, yeah, I don't rude. know... I was like, before I ever do that, I need to find out. Because if I deny it and it just like goes into your like credit and you don't get your money back, I'd feel like a big a-hole. Um, but I, I was this close to denying it. But it is he, he picked up because I want to play Dredge. Um, he bought me Dredge for okay. literally no reason. No, um, no so that's reason. you said you want to play it. Yeah, I'll tell you why I, did I, was, it. I tell you why I did it. I did it. I was, I was frustrated. Oh, and distract you. Like, you don't have to work on this on Dredge. It's it 30 bucks. I don't want to pay for it. And I said, and it's OK to just wait on the like you're not you're going to be in another country especially one that doesn't care about Star Wars the way that we care about Star Wars. Not as much. Yeah. You'll be okay. Like, no one is going to spoil it for you. It's You're not going to hear some random person speaking to you and then hear, like, Cal, whatever the fuck his name is, dies. I don't know that he dies. I'm just saying. But, like, he said, it's like, and you'll hear it on the streets of Akihabara or whatever and then be like, no! Like it's not that's not going to happen. And but you're not. And so if it's that like, exact scenario happens, gosh, it's going to be the funniest thing. Arkle shared a lot of video boards. Like yeah. Anime and be like, Christian. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you can just take like let the game cook for a second. Because clearly I told you back. In the, I told you back when you were having these issues, I said, put the refund request in now because it's mm-hmm. getting so hammered on on PC that you can just get your refund and go get it on anything else. And at least your experience will be a little bit better if you're that concerned with playing through the game fast as fuck. But if you want if you if you're dead set on keeping it on PC, which you clearly are, then just 
wait. It's just so freaking pretty. It's hard to like. Yes. I get it, but it'll yeah. still be pretty. It'll be probably yeah. even. And and the argument that I would have is that it'd be even prettier once it's fixed. <laughs> but but the, but the crazy thing is, like off of the hub world, I can run ray tracing ultra yeah. settings. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. Now it's still this game is still goofy. I'm still dealing with a bug, if you want to call it a bug, where I can't go higher than like 60 frames a second. It starts. Yeah. To, it goes between the 47, that, yeah. which and that's what I was saying about like the review bombers of like we're a little entitled because again your eyes can only see so much. 60 isn't going to be that big of a deal, but whatever. Um, I know. So here's what I'm going to do. So Dredge is going to be my Steam Deck game that I'm going to play. Yeah. Um this week and next week while I'm watching like playoffs and other stuff um, because it's not that long. I'm not taking my Steam Deck to Japan because it's big and it's bulky and I, if something happens to it, I'll literally curl up right. in a position and cry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's not going with me. What is going with me, though, is the much smaller, much more compact uh, Switch, which is perfect for Japan because it is the land of Nintendo, and I'm going to be taking Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. So... That is that is going to be my uh, game that keeps me busy. One simple game, going to take it. Small little device. If I have time to play it, great. If I don't, I don't. No biggie. Um, we'll see. But I am. And the other All thing, right. I'm trying I'm trying to figure out what am I going to buy you guys as souvenirs coming back from Japan. I don't. You don't know. need to get me anything if you want. The souvenir <sighs> you can get me is go see the goddamn Gundam. Go statue see the Gundam. Photos. Yeah. So Travis, uh, friend of the Mr. show. Oh, 45 minute train ride. I don't know. Oh, oh. To see real but life it's Gundam. Not, it's not, it's not train the train it's, it's not the distance. We're going to be riding the train all over Japan. However, we have each of our days planned out as to like what area we're going to be in. There for like almost like three Yokohama isn't necessarily. But one of those weeks is in Osaka and Kyoto, which is the opposite side of the country. So. I'm just saying some of the areas we're visiting isn't necessarily close to Yokohama, so we'd have sure. to make a special trip to the area. We just have a very special research thing. on that area to see what else would be there. So see, there's plenty. Life, you can honestly just if, going in, popping in, and then getting back out on the train would be worth it to see a life-size Gundam move around. That will be gone. <laughs> They will be gone. It's never going to come back. And you're never going to be back in the okay. country. By the time it, I guarantee you it will come back. They are not it's dismantling this thing. This will, this will go. They are <laughs> dismantling it in next March. No, they're not. They're not. They're going to put this in some military factory. And the next war that breaks out, they're going to drop no. this thing on a battlefield and say, all you MFers thought, F around <laughs> and find out, make it actually here's functional. our Gundam. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've built it forever. We cut back on our Navy. We cut back on our Air Force post World War Two. You thought we weren't planning Gundam, baby. Here's our Gundam. Yes, that's what will happen. We got an angsty teen inside of it, too. They're going to they're going to they're going to storm America again. We have an angsty They're going to look at America and say, we gave you a chance and you said no to the face off. So look what's up now. Travis, uh, friend of the show, said I should take a bunch of take a fund with me 
for gachas and be like, buy anything out of a vending machine you can. Just yeah. like collect all the weird stuff they sell yeah. in vending machines. One year, like, one there. Yeah. Anything you can. I was like, well, that sounds fun to a point, but I don't want to come away with like. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Because there's, there's you know. some things they sell in vending machines that are not okay to buy that are very yeah, weird like, that you shouldn't be buying. Like, like <laughs> keychains of turtles in a bag. Like, I'm not going to buy that. Like, I love animals. I'm not going to buy. I wasn't. Undergarments? Go or, like, go. or like underwear. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to go. Sell. I wasn't going to go there. You're all thinking. I was going to leave it. I was going nope. <laughs> to. They deserve, they deserve See, to get made we were all thinking it, some things don't need to be said. We were all thinking it. It's an audio. It is, we, we, it's, yeah, it's audio podcast. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so, I'll not be putting an image of that. Yeah, yeah. I hope you just splatter the screen. No. With like one like. The panties? No. Yeah. Fake little. It's hanging off a Christian AI face. image of pan- <laughs> <laughs> As he so, shakes his head. I know. Um, so here's the thing, gents. I'm kind of torn because we're like 15 minutes away from two hours, right? And we have a game that we're doing our book club on, which we can dive into, or we can count this as a catch-up pod, and next time we join, do both of our chapters then. But I want to leave it to committee and those of you watching. I, I think Christian. Enough, I think we can do it. I think I was gonna say, Christian. I think Christian will agree. It's it's only three missions, and we can probably okay. go through that pretty quickly. Yeah, we can do the game. Okay. Up here. So not a whole lot to yeah, so, go through. So so catch us catch us up on where we're at on four. Yeah. So we ended with act. Uh, we finished act three, and we went through a portal. Um, and we talked about this. So we ended with uh, being in what is called pandemonium. Uh, the start of Act Four, which is the last bastion of of base of, of defense before the depths of hell, is essentially where we're at. It's the last stronghold that humans, angels, whoever has is a foothold inside hell. Um, now we uh, start this, and essentially we are met with Tyrael, and he looks at us dead in our faces and says, "Hey." Um, we were here. Diablo is here. Uh, and um, but what we weren't aware of is that. Uh, well, no, no, he doesn't say this. So he just says Diablo is here and we we need to go like we need to get him before he has a chance to raise up his armies and do these things. Um, and what you need to do is right now to figure out sort of get our things is there is a fallen angel by the name of uh, in the Boston. His name is Ijwal. Um, but he was corrupted by the three brothers earlier on in an earlier war, like pre Diablo one era. Um, and, uh, Tyrael is just like, it's time to let that dude's spirit rest. Like you need to do as a favor to me, go and kill him. Um, mostly, especially because he's one of the higher up generals in Diablo's army. We can knock this out, get it done. So we go, we do that. Um, and we fight Ishwal, and then after we f- kill him is when Tyrael lets us know that we need to head further into Tell to get to the Hellforge, uh, which is where the Soul Stones were created in the first place to bind Diablo, Mephisto, and Bale's sort of soul to a physical object that sure. could be destroyed. Um, and we, after we had defeated Mephisto, the whole point is to take the Soul Stone there, smash it, and then do the same for Diablo once we once we catch up to him. So we get there, and obviously that happens. So let's start let's start there. So before we get to the final part of the act, 
first two parts between Ishwal and then going to the Hellforge and smashing Mephisto's Hellstone, uh, or Soulstone, where are you guys at? Um, so I, I love, I think I'll agree with you, the environment is my favorite environment of yep. any of the acts we've been yeah. in so far. The hellish environment, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was super, super cool. All the enemy I, designs I love, are fantastic. All the enemy designs are good. Um, as far as smashing the the stuff, I I don't know. Like, the lore is cool. Again, it's just, it's something about the pacing at which we move through these. And this will change here as we talk about the, the end of the chapter. But, like, there's something about the pacing as we move through this stuff where, like, now you have to break this and we've defeated Ishwal, and it's like, okay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just happens so weird. Okay. Well, specifically sure. the pacing for this act, or this chapter. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, there's obviously, it's, there's three missions, that's all you get out of this one, and Christian, you had a story about why. I will, and I'll tell it, it at yeah. the end, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I liked it. I mean, I, I love the whole hellish landscape of this whole thing. Um, that's kind of what I was, like, expecting and getting ready for, because that's what I liked mostly about um, Diablo 3, uh, was that, like, they had hellish zones. I thought those were really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was very quick. It was very fast paced. But again, there's a reason for that. Um, cause it's a much shorter act than the rest. Yeah. Half the size. Any I question the please? over the overarching story I'm enjoying. And I think it's really good now that it's picked up from the end of, uh, I guess it was the end of three, right? When we met Bale and Bale was telling us what's going on. Like it, it the, the story itself started to really hit. And now we, now that mean? like Bale was telling us what is going on. What do you mean? I mean, like when 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 he was just like, "Hey, you missed Diablo, and and you missed, or I'm you sorry, Mephisto, uh, yes, Mephisto, okay. yeah, yeah, Mephisto. Yeah, we met Mephisto. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you missed Diablo. You missed Bale. They've gone through too late. And, like we've seen some cutscenes. We saw Diablo's form. Like it was good leading up to that as we're following the Dark Wanderer. But from the end of Act Three, the story really started to pick up. And as the overarching story, I'm enjoying. And now it is like." gotta fight Diablo, gotta fight Bale, like, gotta get to them and, and experience these big pieces. It's the stuff in between that is fine. It's not bad, yeah, but it's not great. To me, it's just like, oh, we smashed himself, cool, moving on. Like, oh, we had to find Ishwal, and the, the, the Ishwal turn was interesting. The fight, again, it was just, it was, it was a bit in the middle where it's just like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. I did like his story, because so, we yeah, were so, yeah. You do find out when you kill him, yeah. So when we find out Israel, yeah. when we kill him, that Tyrael's story was actually not the truth. It, not the truth is in Tyrael didn't Tyrael know thought he was corrupted, but when he in, was told to do that, or like whereas in actuality, Israel was actually like, no, I was, I wanted to do it. Like I, mm-hmm. I betrayed the angels on purpose because I'm tired of this. I, one, I was tired of this war Two, I don't care about you guys. Like I don't care about humanity in this world of sanctuary. I'm more concerned with like, I, I they can have it for all they care. I, I, or for all I care. I don't care about sanctuary and I don't care about hell. I'd rather live in the heavens by my, like, and be done. So I was done with this war. So I gave it to him. So I, I liked his story as a lore piece to the overarching part. But again, like the little tasks in the middle are for me are just a means to an end, sure. um, which is the boss fight. So I'm enjoying the overarching story, all the stuff in between. I'm just like, OK, yeah, that's fine. Moving on. Right. Um, and that's kind of the way I feel about the game. And I get it like you. you it, it needs to be that way in a game that is built Absolutely. for multiple runs. Right. So I understand. Yeah. Um, but the end, as we made our way to the boss fight, I really liked 
So and it was it was more of what I complained about before those fights feeling too quick because even with party members, it took a bit. It yeah, was took a second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he murdered all of our guards. He was killing all of your summon skeleton like mm. the, instantly. Some damage. Like, very like I yeah. was summoning them and they were just falling as mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. summoning them. I was like, come on, yeah. man. He does big damage. So yeah, so as you know, the name of the game implies the main bad guy is Diablo, um, and so that is where we get to. So. We run up to uh, basically the ends of the the, the 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 pits of hell, and we see uh, Hadriel, and he's standing there, and he's like, "Hey, the hell sanctuary is right behind me. This is the final path. Like Diablo is there. I know he's there. We've scouted it out. If you're gonna do it, now's time. Now's the time. So you rush the hell sanctuary. You are greeted with nasty enemies." Um, yeah. And you, you run through and basically you are Diablo has already sort of moved to the like ethereal plane. Essentially, he's trying to build up his things and you to release the seal that he's put in himself so that nobody can get to him. You have to clear out the hell sanctuary and then break the seals that he's put in place. Um, there's five of them. Uh, and so you go through, you do that and. Diablo basically says it's too late, you know, like I'm gonna I'm, I've already gained enough, but like I'm gonna kill you. And then he just sort of the whole sanctuary starts to rumble and the screen starts to move in its little 2D fashion to show that it's like an earthquake that's happening, right? And then Diablo just sort of comes down into the middle of this giant pentagram, which is like the most Diablo thing ever that you can do, right? And so he comes down in the middle of it and then he the fight starts and you're you're trying to do this and you're noticing, unlike most of the bosses, Alex, that you're talking about that we'll be fighting, his health does not move that much. Like you are just hammering away at him. You actually have to move and try to dodge all of his lightning and all of the flame circles that shoot out. So you're trying to move around those like it's a very involved boss fight to really sell that this is like that's that's where we're at. Right. Um and so yeah so then we you know that fight happens and we kill him um and before we get into what so where are you guys at in that moment then so for me um and i know you're gonna talk about this in a moment this isn't high insight because we're playing this game years later where we have a fifth act but according to you that fifth act was a DLC. So this was actually the pinnacle chapter of the original launch right the end I I think my feelings are different now than they would have been now. And, I, and the was, first cutscene that we saw is was included in that base game. So you do have the reveal that happens in that first cutscene. Yeah. Which yeah, which we'll talk we'll about in a moment. So so my feelings now, I'm again, I'm still really liking the story and I'm excited to get into the next chapter because of the cutscene that we see and where we're going and i really like what's happened between mephisto and diablo and and moving forward in hindsight though if this was when this game originally came out this act only had three pieces to it where the others have six yep and that's it and i think i would have been very frustrated or somewhat let down at the speed at which you make it through the pinnacle act and just and you would be like oh that was it like it was literally we were like 40 minutes and we were yeah. done. Right. Um, where the other thing, like an hour, hour and a half for our first time through. This was very direct. It was very easy. And then like you had one boss fight and it was super short. So I, I I'm high on it now, 
But I think back then I would have been like, oh, what the heck? Like the sure. fight was cool, but like it was very short and you're just like, boom, done. And like now I'm left, you know, well, and that's when you're left to go with the end game of what this game does, which is go through it all over again. And now that the fact that that ending is quick, you can do it on hell mode, you, you can do it on yeah. torment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you don't mind it that quick because you want to get through it over and over and over again. Yes, you're right. It's very different playing it one time through versus playing the game as intended. Well, not to mention, like, as soon as you get, like, to the part where you go to Diablo, there's not a huge dungeon before you get to Diablo outside, like, the the previous missions. Like, when you're going for Diablo, you're pretty much there. Like, it doesn't not take long for you to go into that door and where he's at. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's not a whole lot to get to him. Yeah, so I'll go with my thoughts overall on the thing. So I said before, so my... um, (laughs) This is my favorite act, like, uh, even though it is shorter, which I agree, even though I think three has my favorite back half, like four in a total is my favorite package overall. Like, I love the design. I love the enemies. I love the even the idea of pandemonium. I love seeing the angels around because I think their yeah. designs are so fucking fantastic. Um, I like the obelisk. I like the I just I love everything about it. I love just the way that hell is. I love that chests are just like trapped human souls that are just being tortured that you can release and let go and then like they drop whatever they had on them you know what i mean like there's so many nice little attentions to detail that happen all across this zone like there's things that you can see where there's people who are like or not but like there's like these boiling pits of like lava and like souls and things that are just sitting in these little areas there's people who are chained and like all from a war past there's demons that are still like you know that are giant ones that were murdered in the or not you know they were killed in the original war that happened between heaven and hell and all the other stuff like there's so many cool little touches that they do just all across that zone that you know like really sell for the fact that you're there uh, i will i will say i think you you can look through this a little differently maybe through rose colored glasses more than i can or than preston can at least more than me cuz preston's played this game a little bit like I might feel some of that if I had the time, meaning like if we were going through this and we were map scraping, we we're going inside of every little dungeon. So yeah. on. but we're running through it at such a pace, a literal pace that you don't have the time to just stand around and acknowledge some of those sure. intricacies. Right. Yeah. Um, so understand like all the stuff for the audience out there, all the stuff that we're talking about for me is coming from like a speed run essentially and, and not experiencing the games intended through the whole loop. So I do wonder if we were playing the game differently or I was playing the game back in the day, I might, I would probably like this act more and three a lot less because of how long th- we spend in three in like a yeah. maze of stuff where I like the design of three. Um, I think some of my opinions would be flipped also, if I was people, playing it the way it was supposed to play. I, I know some people who share your opinion, so I don't think it's like mm-hmm. you're I, like it, that. It really could just be your preference. Like that's and which is the whole point of this. The gaming book club in general, right, is for us to talk about it. So like I, it's totally fine. Like I, it, everybody's going to have their own thing. Like I know people who like like act two the most or act one the most, which like, you know, I'm not one of those people, but I know some. And there's a lot of people who act five is where they're at. Like uh, one of like uh, you guys, my cousin, like we played Diablo a lot together. And so like, but act five was like, because he always played a barbarian and we'll talk about where that gets, but that's what act five is. His favorite is like, he constantly, he just wanted to beeline as fast as he could just to hang out in act five. So it, you know, it, it can go different for other people. Um, 
so yeah, so but we got there, right? We do all that, and then we go through a portal, and or right before that, we're basically told by Tyrael, "Hey, we were wrong. Bale, it was never here. He has been on Earth, building up a second invasion force, and he's going for the World Stone, um, which is basically the or like the core of Sanctuary. Like, if if the World Stone's not there, like the separation between heaven, Earth, and hell." no longer exists and people can just sort of willy-nilly go wherever they please and so uh with he, he's building up an invasion force and he's like we were played like we we got played the whole time um and so he goes you know i know where like i'm gonna send you to mount ariet the home of the barbarians and that's you you guys need to go so you go through the portal now to Alex's points earlier, this is where the game would have ended. So the cutscene that plays right here is what would have, the cliffhanger you would have been left on. We get two cutscenes here, so we'll talk about those, and then that'll be that'll be the end. And then I'll tell the the dev story about Act Four at the end of this at the end of the thing here. Um, so the the cutscene we see is the reveal that Marius this entire time has not been talking to Tyrael, but he's been talking to Bale, and Bale has been spending this time up on Earth, not only building up his own invasion force, but looking for his soul stone, because that is because of Ishwal and telling the primevals about the nature of the soul stones and how they can draw more power from it to see their, their true forms. Um, they, he's been looking for it because that's he needs that for the next step in his plan. Um, so the entire time you find out that Marius has been talking to Bale, and Bale essentially says. Right before he, he gives the reveal, he tells Marius, you know, hey, don't worry about it. I know you weren't able to destroy Bale's soul stone. It's okay. Just he, give he me the stone. He guilt to, to manipulate him into passing yeah. off the stone. And he yeah. says, just give me the stone and all is forgiven. And Marius just looks at him for a second and goes, you know what? Uh, look what it's done to me. Like, I take it. Like, I don't want it. And he goes, take it. And then he goes, I'm sorry that I failed. And then Bale, we figure out, looks at him and goes, you haven't failed, you did exactly what you were meant to do. And then Talrasha's yeah. zombie face mm -hmm. shows up as soon as he lights the soul stone to his face. And it starts, like, you can see the screaming, you know, like, like the demon face. And then as soon as he, Marius freaks out and goes like, oh, no, like, I've basically just spelled the end of this world, right? And Bale gives him a little tentacle gift and rips his head off and then uh, sets the prison on fire and leaves. Like, and as he's leaving, basically fire is just trailing behind him. And there's the, all these cockroaches, like or little bugs that yeah. have been falling that, that just go everywhere and start killing people and doing these things. And you can hear mm -hmm. the screams and all this other stuff. And boom, that is where that cutscene ends. So before we go into the final one with that reveal, because I know neither of you knew that reveal was coming. You had no idea. And I, during this entire time was playing it up like i was like yep that's Tyrael. that is the you know i i didn't i you know so where what you know did did either of you guys see that reveal coming how do you feel about the reveal all that i did not that was definitely something i did not remember i did it wasn't spoiled for me as far as like remembering the stories from people talking about yeah. diablo 2 like that whole cutscene part was not a part of the conversation you had when you talked about diablo 2 nope. um yeah. so that happening like okay well shit and then talk about the next cutscene but like okay okay this is he fucked up. He fucked up bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with Preston. I didn't see it coming. I knew that Bale was going to be the bad of Act Five because we beat Diablo, sure. right? Yeah. Um, but 
I did not know that that was what was going to happen. Like, I still kind of thought we were, like, looking into the past. We were the omniscient yeah. viewer of, like, seeing conversations between Marius and Tyrael, and now Tyrael is, like, up here talking to us, kind of letting us know what happened. So it was interesting to realize that, like, this is happening kind of in real time. Um, and it makes you wonder, too, right? Like, maybe Mephisto and Diablo and Bale all went, like, they, they sent them through portals and went their own way. Or maybe went back further. Like, maybe when Diablo freed Talrasha and Bale back then, he never went with Diablo to get Mephisto. Like, maybe he went straight to Earth and started doing his plan as Diablo made their way to Mephisto and ended there. So... It was, I liked it, it but I'm with Preston. I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know yep. that, that was going to be the turn, so it was good. It was a good so, turn. So then, yeah, I agree. I thought it was very good. When I when it happened then, and the, the, I think the reveal still hits today. I, I like I like it, and it's a good turn where you're just like, you motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. So that ends, and because we're playing in a world where the DLC is now patched in and it's together, as soon as you do that, another cutscene starts, and it starts the Act 5 opening, and it shows it, and we are greeted with uh, Bale's final form. So what he actually looks like, his full demonic form. And we are at the summit of Mount Ariette, so the town, the, the, the city, the barbarian homeland, where barbarians come from. And the gates open and they've been tasked with being the protectors of the world stone for all of eternity since time started is what the before or no, before time started like we've been here tasked as these protectors before time memoriam is what he says and um he starts basically telling bale like you're not coming in you're not going to break these gates it's not happening and bale basically just screams enough and it shakes the mountain when he screams it and snow starts to come like it, it rattles everything just his voice and his army is all behind it he's being carried yeah. by the way like a, like an emperor by a bunch of other demons and um so he's standing there and he goes he looks at the guy and goes you know and bale is very much playing up the showmanship that he you know has of being the final primeval that's still hanging around and all this other stuff and so he goes, you know, like, I'll take your position under consideration. And then shoots a bolt basically at him that explodes this dude. Like, it swirls around him, it sends all these things, goes inside, and then his body explodes. And he's like, yeah, I decided, and you're, it, you've been denied. So, and then he waves like this, and his army starts going forth and just invading all of Ma'ariet. Um... And then, you know, we obviously land in the town. And so that's where we're at. So I know we talked a little bit about it because I wanted to get your gut feelings on it then, but let's we'll redo it for here. So with that cutscene and the final end, where are we at? What's how are you guys feeling? I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to kind of like wrap it up. Like not not needing to, but like, OK, we got one last dude. He's fucking gross looking, but he looks very powerful. Um, but we're going to go he was this. Alex's favorite. I know he no, said really. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Diablo is probably my favorite, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. Mephim is really cool. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's got skin flappies. Yeah. Um, but, I, I uh, think yeah. he looks cooler. It's fair. You're allowed to have your opinion. Yeah. Um, so even if it's wrong. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be curious to see what we do. I'm, I'm curious about the whole village because I mean, I never been in this town. This town wasn't in three or anything like that. So I'm, I'm curious to see how nope. it goes as far as characters and personalities. None of these the locations town. are in three, to be yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, but yeah, just 
that yeah, specific but... parts. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see how the boss battle goes because I think he's gonna be a very big boy. Uh, maybe not as big as Diablo, but I'm curious to see how because like, he's very round. Like with his, the way yeah. his legs work and everything like that. Like you know, Diablo is more of like a statue. He's got that big like meat shelf on top. Yeah. Um, while this guy is more, he's, he's bottom heavy. So yeah, uh, it's it's, it's gonna be curious to see how it goes. Yeah, and how he how he's gonna fight us too. Like after seeing like one of his powers, uh, it's yeah. kind of be curious to see like what he's gonna do as far as um, his uh, attacks and stuff like that, and the strategy we have to use against him. But yeah, also just curious to see how this goes because this is gonna be full six quests or six whatever pieces mm-hmm. in the full act. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a hefty a hefty end, but yep. it, it's supposed to be a full DLC. So I'm, I'm curious. Do you know uh, how long this took to get? Out like was this within the same it's year? Like eight I months, eight or yeah, nine it was months. In the same year, okay. Yeah, I was curious about. So I don't know that it was in the same year because of where that la- like where sure, but within twelve launched, months. But yeah. yeah, but it was within a year, I believe. Let me and I can look it up while Alex. So they while probably you like thoughts. with the ending of Diablo, the original knew that they were going to do this DLC, so that's why it kind of left it open ended, and they didn't feel bad about them like you know waiting. They're not going to wait three or five years for the for the, the cliffhanger to be taken care of. Like, no, we got DLC coming within the year, so go ahead. But yeah. yeah, Alex. Yeah, no, I, I I'm with Preston. I'm I'm ready. I I thought that Bale looked cool. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the the game critiquer in me looks and it's like, hey man, why why did you not yell that stuff from like the top of the wall versus like come down to the front and confront Bale. Like from the from a bridge, by the way, like you're across a chasm and you could have not put out the bridge, but he puts out the bridge to stand there and just like yell at Bale, be like, you're not coming through. Like, why did you come outside? Why it did was, you put it was, the bridge down? It was because he so, wanted to show how strong he was and that he wasn't afraid. Right? The expansion was to it was to so it was almost a year to the day. The OK, fair came out a full year. So, like, you know, I look at that stuff and I laugh and I think, like, how far into this home homeland is the uh, soul stone? Like, is it on the other side of that gate or like, <laughs> miles deep. in? Because yeah. it should be like miles in, not like right here. But um, but just I'm excited to check out the art style, be somewhere new. It's everywhere we've been has been kind of deserty or jungly. So this looks like it's Mountainous. up in the mountains yeah. and the it highlands yeah. with snow. So that'll yeah. be fun. Um, but it'll be cool, too, because I assume this is we're going to get there and it's just going to be in the midst of war from the beginning, right? So we're just going to have demons and monsters right out the gate in this town. And yeah, so I'm very excited to to check this out. And as I said, the story from beginning to end has gotten better and better. It's it's I've been more invested through each act. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about this one. Yep. Act 5 was really, really cool. There's a lot of cool story lore things that happen, especially mm-hmm. from the barbarian perspective. It's very, very cool. Um, okay, so that is where we're at right now so the only story that we're going to tell is that we we've been sort of teasing throughout the episode is um so for act four the reason that it's shorter and it's something that i told these guys after the fact um because i wanted them to have this information um so act four is shorter and it ended up being shorter uh mostly because for well for a couple different reasons so they ran out of time so they were coming up on the release date and this is what they had finished. And so they decided to give it to playtesters um, back when people did that sort of thing where they would do closed testing for people to come in and just like experience the game and then give their honest feedback on, on what it was. And when they did this, um, they were asking specifically people about Act 4. How does it feel? Like, you know, are you, do you wish it was longer? Do you think it's okay? Like, you know, all these different things. 
And what they the feedback that they got back was that people actually preferred it to be shorter because it felt like we you were it so it sells the idea that this race is finally coming to the end. It felt You've natural. been spending this yeah. entire game trying to catch up to Diablo, trying to do these things, and you've always you've either missed him by a lot, or in the case of Act Three, you missed him by a little bit, right? And so, Act Four is it makes sense that you know you, as soon as you land in, Tiro's like go, 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 go. Like we we can't like the longer we wait here is the worst it's going to get like we have to go now to stop him before he you know what he does and so people like really sells this idea and so the team at blizzard at the time was like well uh we didn't know that that's what was going to happen but because that's what people are giving us as feedback then i guess it's cool and so they shipped um so it's kind of a funny you know thing that, that happens where and i'm of the opinion where i would have some pe- now this is a thing that people will go back and forth on. Some people don't prefer that. Some people would have rather spent more time in hell to like explore and do things and have other stuff there. I'm of the opinion that I think it actually does help. Even even though it was inadvertent, it does help sell the narrative that they're trying to go for. So I think it makes sense. Um, but you know, but that's the I, that's the story. I get. I think it's interesting and I do like it, but I think it only works in my opinion. It only it, it not only works, but it works better now knowing that you have the fifth act. Like the, the fifth act is sure. out. Yeah. At the time I probably would have been like, Oh, it sucks. Like not that it sucks, but like, oh yeah. man, like I could have done water. it a little bit longer. But now I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Altogether as a package that this act mm-hmm. fits very well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, cool. That's Only it. one act to go. One act to go. Yeah, it's gonna be the last one that you record before you go off to Japan. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Probably. So, looking forward to that. I hope you guys have enjoyed this along with us. Um, you know, maybe it even inspires you to go out and try it for yourself. Because apparently, there is still like an active community. We have no problem getting people to join our games. Oh no, they yes. join instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Driving. and for know, Diablo, yeah. for our Diablo one, we had eight people. Yeah, so we had yeah. A we had the full party. party. Yeah, that was awesome. Full party, and it happened quick. So, anyway, um, that has been another episode of the hey. testing room. Preston, anything to add or say before we head out today? Uh, just check us out on the YouTube's if you're listening on podcasts. Um, if you are watching on the YouTube's and you feel like you want audio, we are a podcast as well. Feel free to uh, check us out on all your podcast platforms uh, for the testing room. Search it. And then we're also on Twitch. Uh, so far, I've been doing uh, Sunday snaps in the morning with Marvel Snap, and then Wednesdays we've been doing Dark Forces. Uh, didn't do much last week. I thought I was recording or streaming Snap uh, last Sunday. Apparently did two hours and did not stream it and recorded it. Um, I have decided that we're not going to put Snap on the YouTubes unless I do any shorts, unless there's something really fun that happens. I want to do a small little short, we'll do it, but there's no point in me putting two hours of me snapping. You don't need to be watching that. Go to Twitch if you want to see me hang out with me on Sunday mornings. Um, unless you're going to church. If, you, say, to if church. you really want to help us out, you could always play the YouTube video, but mute it and then play the podcast audio over top. Play. <laughs> that is a way of doing it. <laughs> that is for super fans only. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Super fan episodes. 
But yeah, <laughs> join us on Wednesday evenings and Sunday mornings. That's that's all I got right now. And uh, yeah, we'll put the Dark Forces plays on YouTube. So if you want to see those there, I will be putting those because they're story driven. Uh, you don't need it. Yeah, you can watch me do two hours of that because it changes rather than playing a card game for two hours. Yeah. Awesome, everybody. Well, on behalf of us here at the testing room and Bash, who is. Yeah, we got Bash. Unfazed. Hey. He doesn't even care what you hey, do. Hey, people want to see you. He doesn't care. Look at him. He's yeah, like, I'm tired. Yeah. Can we go to bed? Ted's been sleeping. He pops right, well, a couple times. <laughs> that's been another episode of the testing room. Thank you for hanging out with us, everybody, and we will see you next time. Preston, you know what to do. Hit it. This has been the testing room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at Pet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at testingroompod or email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.